Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Smooth. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're doing this take two, Phil. Yeah. We're both very tired people. Long weeks we've had. And uh, we just did the whole show intro, which is a good thing because it was the worst intro read I've ever done. (laughs) But we're doing it again because we weren't even recording. That's how tired we are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, This might be a good show. You know, could be a bad show. We don't know. We're just going with it at this point. We're, you know, like... um, you just shut your brain off and you just do what you know how to do. Like we've been doing this show now for 55 episodes and we're just, we're not thinking anymore. We're just, we're just driving autonomously. Okay. (laughs) Uh, It's the drum brigade podcast episode 55. Uh, We got a fantastic show ahead of us. I hope we don't bore you to death. Stop it. (laughs) We couldn't possibly do that. Right. Phil, (laughs) Uh, why am I, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying, dude. I'm just tired. Uh, Carson Ford's coming on. Yeah. One of our homies. Yeah. All the way from Orange County. A fantastic drummer. Uh, we're going to talk to him, hang out, chat it up. Dude has a cool style, plays right-handed drums open-handedly like a lefty. He's got all kinds of tricks. Yeah. Good drummer, man. Yeah. Um, these young drummers, dude, kill me. I wish I could play like that. Yeah. Or just have the ideas and the creativity. But anyways, we're going to talk to him. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sitting across from me, turning knobs, hitting record, I hope. <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay. We're, we're rolling this okay, time for okay. sure. Good. Um, <laughs> that beautiful voice that you hear is the one, the only, fantastic, funky Phil Pardell. Oh, yeah. He's yawning. Yawning right now. <laughs> There's not enough coffee in this world, Phil. Oh. Oh. I could um, be sailing on a sea of coffee, <laughs> and it still wouldn't be enough. Dang, with like all hopped up, like dolphins and seals, just all like aggro because they're all hopped up on the brown juice. Big old brown ocean. Dang. I know that's what you dream about. I'm still tired. <laughs> First <laughs> of all, sailing. that Like I know you're dreaming about, or like surfing, but then in a sea of coffee is just your ultimate listening to christopher cross oh man yeah that'd be great uh this is the drum brigade podcast um as i said we have a fantastic show you can listen to the show on all the platforms that you get your podcasts on if you can't find one of the things that we post this podcast on and give us a listen then you need to step up your podcast game you know what i'm saying yeah if you would you could listen to radio public and then there's a small little short little advertisement before we start the show and after, and that gets us paid full. So, um, you know, that can help us out if you listen on Radio Public. If not, you know, there's a bunch of other ones like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Overcast, DrumBrigade.com, and Radio Public. All right. So thanks for giving our show a listen, and thanks for um, supporting the Brotherhood of Drums. Um, We have... uh, a Patreon. If you want to help us out, you can go there and uh, jump on one of our tiers. <laughs> I, I, I went through this whole thing with you in the last fake take we just did. Fake take. It's T 
E-I-R-S, not T-E-A-R-S. Or was it T-I-E-R-S? I know, I but it's remember. just funny when I, when, you hear, when I hear you say a bunch of tears and I just imagine you're talking about crying. Yeah, we need to adjust our tears. So we're probably going to do that maybe next week um, and give somebody like... <laughs> Every time I say tears, he starts like wiping his tears. That, that, remember like I said last time that we should start... I had a million dollar idea. We should start a band, a cover band. Yeah. That's like a novelty act called Tears for Fears, but it's T-E-I-R-S for Fears. They can't do nothing about it. It sounds the same, but yeah, man, I would love to be in that band. Let's just go play casinos. Yeah. That's all I do anyway right That everybody wants to rule the world groove. Solid groove. It's hard. That's a hard beat. Yeah. It's a hard beat. Um we can give you guys a lesson on it. We both taught it, taught it. I've had many students fail at it, but then they got it after a little while. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking about Tears for Fears. I should be talking about the show. Um, so Patreon, you know, you can go and check it out and support the Brotherhood of Dr- Drums even more. Um, Funky Phil and I both have websites and things that you can follow us on, like social media and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and stuff. <laughs> Phil Pardell, P-A-R-D-E-L-L dot com. Corey Kingston, K-O-R-E-Y-K-N-G-S-T-O-N um, dot com. Uh, I have a vlog that I do called A Day in the Life of a Drummer. Phil has lessons, play-alongs, sheet music, uh, pictures, videos, all kinds of stuff. You know? A calendar that's not been updated in months. Yeah, well, I'm gonna get rid of mine. Like I took you mine. Did. I took mine down. Forget I it. Do that I ain't right got now. time for that. Just follow me, man. Hit me up and be like, "Yo, when are you playing?" And I'll be like, "Yo, I'm playing here." Yeah. Eddie V's every Tuesday. Eddie V's every Wednesday, and then the rest is just up in the air. Um, so just hit me up if you want to know where I'm playing. Most of the time, if it's a noteworthy show, I'll post a flyer or something about it. So, um, on Instagram. So yeah. Uh, Definitely check out my day in a life vlog. I put a lot of work into it and I like that people like it. So, you know, if you're not into it, then just leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, Phil. I'm, this thing is going <laughs> off the rails quickly. So, um, I don't know what else I can say, but the drum brigade is just our community and it's our, our brotherhood in you know, if you're a drummer or just like a person that's into music and into drumming and into stuff music and culture and you know we have something in common and so we're homies i like drummers i saw a drummer like last week and i i came to the studio loaded up my drums and then went like going back to my house and i was stopped at a stoplight and there's a guy in the car next to me car loaded down with drums and i was like bro and so i was like beeping at him and i was like waving at him I was just going to be like, yo, check it out. And then be like, have a good gig, bro. But he didn't look. He's like, pretended he couldn't hear you. Yeah, I think so. He's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, all right. This guy's honking at me. He must be be really mad at me. (laughs) I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just trying to be like, bro, you're a drummer. I'm a drummer and we're cool. We're brothers, drum brothers. But he wasn't feeling me. So anyways, that's what it's all about to me. I'm like, oh, what? You're a drummer too? Bro, dope. High five. We're on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. 
So same team. I'm like, you ever have somebody touch your symbols, bro? I hate when that happens. I'm like, see, we're drummers. All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, so that's the Drum Brigade podcast, episode fifty-five. My voice sounds tired because I am tired, but um, we're gonna pull through and just make this thing happen, right, Phil? Yeah. All right. I, I don't, I'm not trying to be sad or, or like low. I, I got to bring the energy, right, Phil? Yeah, bring it. All right, let's get into it let's so I can bring this it. energy. Oh, yeah. Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 55. Carson Ford coming up. Uh, but first, me and Phil are going to have a chat. Talk about our things. I want to hear stuff. about your exhausting week. Bro, it's just that time of year right now. I'm like, I don't know how to put it, man, but I'm so done. I'm yeah. over. I'm like over. I hate drums. <laughs> I don't want to play drums, dude. Like. You need a, you need a break. Oh. I was having this conversation last night and I was just like, the guys were like, I was like, I don't, I almost can't take it anymore. My back hurts so bad when I'm playing, I'm trying to fix things so that I don't have back problems. And so I've been like using in-ears and like, so I can hear my kick drum and I don't have to plow into it all night. And, and, um, but then like the bass player is like, listen, man, I don't think there's anything wrong with your back. He's like, it's a mental thing. Like, you think? And he's like, yeah, dude, you need a break. He's like, I get like that sometimes where I just, my head isn't in it. I don't want to be in it. My heart is not here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to play this gig. I'm tired of these people. I'm sick of weddings, whatever, whatever, whatever. And he's like, and then I start feeling like, man, my back hurts. You know, I'm fatigued. I'm tired. I can't, you know, and I'm like, that's where I'm at. That's mm. me right now. Yeah, I could see that. And so I went out there for the next set and I was just like, yeah okay i'm wrapping my head around this i'm here and like the thing is i played a gig the night before and it wasn't like a a work it it was a work gig but it wasn't a work gig you know it was like just like a festival gig and it was a fun gig with with the big band yeah my back didn't hurt at all on that gig so so that tells me how long was that one well it was a headline set so it was like over an hour like an hour and 15 or something but we never play that long like we play like 45 minute sets, but like the second set, I'm always like, Oh my God, somebody just shoot me. Like, I just <laughs> want out. I want out of here. I'll do anything to get out of here, you know? And, and like, I don't know. So it, 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 I'm just, dude, I'm on, I'm on a roll right now with so many gigs. Like September is the most, the busiest day month of the year for like everybody wants to get married in september i got married in september it's because the earth went in fire maybe we want to be able to play that song at their wedding you know and do you remember (laughs) (laughs) so i'm i've had i don't think i've had a day off i've i think i've been playing every day or if i'm not playing i'm at least teaching every single day for a few months and this week, this week, uh, so last week, I think it was Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think Thursday I had off, Friday I played, Saturday, Sunday, I got to play today, Tuesday, 
Wednesday. Thursday? I don't know. But I'm playing every day. Like every day, I don't have a day off. And when I do have a day off, it's drum brigade time. And um, not complaining, guys. Not complaining. Just very, very tired. <laughs> I just need, I need a, like a, I need like a vacation where I sleep for three days and four days, four days. And I just like, don't do a thing. I like order pizza. I don't care about getting fat. (laughs) I just, I order pizza or Chinese food and I just watch movies and I sleep the rest of the time. And then I wake up and I order pizza and, or Chinese. And then I eat and I sleep again. That sounds pretty nice. And then like, if I do want to go out, I put flip flops on and board shorts and I just like go downstairs to the beach. Uh, pr- apparently, this is in Hawaii. This dream, <laughs> and then I just like get an icy, a blue icy, and then I'm like, "Wow, it's beautiful here." All right, I'm gonna go back to bed, and then I go back to bed. <laughs> this is what I want. Don't bother me. No one talk to me. I just want to watch Netflix. Yeah, get like rom coms. Rom coms. Yeah, and then sleep through it and just i just want this so bad phil can we do it right now yeah and i'll lose my gigs man the couch is pretty big this is not hawaii it's oceanside it's close <laughs> um anyways i i don't know i i don't i hate to like this is the thing about this this time of year is everybody everybody is just has the same face where they're just grinding dude everybody's just working and working and working and we're and then everybody's just over it and tired and it's not touring it's not like festivals it's just work gigs corporate events weddings some festivals some touring some this some of that some residencies some you know everything is just going full blast and then holiday season rolls around and then february rolls around and everybody's like what the heck dude i need gigs i wish it was september you get all the way to September and then you're ready to just like call it quits again. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, it's not anything like negative where I'm like, Oh man, I'm giving up on drums. This is how it is every year around this time. And I'm so over it. If one more person gets married, I'm just like, just stop getting married people. Um, but anyways, uh, that's just where I'm at right now. It's not my week. It's just where I'm at. So, uh, how was your week? This is good. Yeah, man. You working like crazy too? Um, not as crazy as you, but yeah, I can't complain. I mean, I did some, some, you know, usual stuff like casino stuff and somebody else was saying that casino work is going nuts right now too. Like everybody's playing a lot of casinos. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what did I do? I can't even remember what my week was like. <laughs> I spent a day figuring out her. I I I finally figured out all my mileage from gigs. Oh, I from have to last, do that from 2018. Yeah, I'm doing we, that. We same did thing. an extension, a little bit of an extension there. <laughs> We're doing. We do the same. <laughs> we do the same exact thing, dude. We do the um, uh, little bit of an extension there. Yeah. We um we file in October or October. And um, I have to I have to go through every single gig on my calendar, and mark down how much it was paid and how many miles I traveled. Yeah, and it sucks. <laughs> it does. I think I've already done through August though. So yeah, I finally it took me a few days 
of just you know i did a few months at a time and yeah because you, you start to like lose focus at right. least i do yeah i totally do so i, I crunched all those numbers and Spe- i drive a lot fool dude i live in you, fallbrook yeah you probably drive more than i do and i got rehearsals and stuff oh how many days a week rehearsals are awesome for your taxes yeah you know what else is awesome <laughs> they for don't taxes? pay anything but dude, you have to drive just as much take note of this your yeah rehearsals are awesome <laughs> but overnights are awesome because you get a tax per diem what yes for every night that you're there um so if you stay overnight anywhere make sure you specify that on your taxes because you get per that. Diem for that yes oh now and i gotta go like, back and do it all over again thanks Corey. sorry sorry but yeah that's that's something um specific that i have to do i have so many write-offs this this year wait 2019 now i have write-offs 2019 because we got the studio and i got two drum sets and pads and all kinds of stuff so i have a lot of write-offs i have a little book in my car that i keep all my receipts in that was new to this Ooh, year you're good at I well no. i do not do that over the past couple years i would just work and then my wife would just be stressing out come tax time I'll be like, I don't know, just make something up. And she's like, you can't do that. <laughs> and like, she's like, I need receipts for all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know where I put the receipts. I left them on the dresser, you know, or whatever. And they're just, they got thrown away or whatever. So uh, we got like nailed a few years. Really? And so, um, and our tax guy is super Mr. Honest John. And I'm like, maybe you just like make some stuff up a little bit. And my wife isn't down like that. My wife is very honest. And so am I. But when it comes to the government, bro, I don't like the government. <laughs> so I'm like, you have enough money. You don't need to pick on me, the like self-employed drummer that makes nothing. Yeah. But you um, can, uh, can't you find all the, like your card transactions? Yeah. So we'd have to go into my bank statements and be like, what was this? Like on this gig, did you get a burrito or a, I'm like, how am I supposed to know what I did a year and a half ago or a year ago? Yeah. Well, that's only if you want to write all that off. Yeah. Well, it was, it's easy to find like your your like guitar center transactions or like. But then some stuff is like, hey man, I need to get some stuff from Haram, you know, drumsticks or like Aquarian. And then sometimes it's just I just go in there with like I just PayPal them or something. I guess you can look at PayPal too. Yeah, but um, it's tedious. This year, but. This write-offs year, are important. Yeah, this year I was like, I'm gonna step up my game and just put all my receipts in one place, and I'm gonna start my mileage thing early. I hope I still have it. It should be somewhere on my in my documents. And um, this year I'm gonna do it so that when we tax time comes, me and my wife. You want to talk about the biggest arguments that we've ever had is like about that. She's mm-hmm. like, "What do you want me to do?" And she's just stressing out and. Yeah. I'm like, I'm busy right now. I don't know. Like October's a busy time for me, you know? So anyways. Anyway, yeah. sorry, keep going. What 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 no, else did it was, you do? it was a pretty normal week, just some lessons, some I did the tax stuff, some casino gigs. I got to play my favorite brand of of oh, uh, yeah. electronic drums. Yeah. <laughs> They're just awful. You love them, Phil. I hate them so much. <laughs> um and this week should be fun. I've got I'm playing downtown Disney. Oh, you finally start that residency. This will be our first huh? one, yeah. God, that'll be cool. Dope. And I've I'm got a subbing date that I'm, I'm, I'm a little stressed about it now because <laughs> they they sent me a set list last week apparently that my my email account just decided 
uh, you don't need this. I'll throw it in the trash. Is it without, Gmail? Without even... Yeah, I didn't even get to like decide <laughs> that. It's just automatic. How does, why does it do that? I don't know. Like, it's not Can like... Can you ask him to resend it's it? It's like a guy's personal email account. Like, mm. I mean, his email wasn't in my contacts, but I don't feel like... I don't feel like that should warrant throwing his email in the garbage. Yeah. Sometimes Gmail just does what it wants, and it, it it's lazy... It's very lazy. Sometimes I'm like, oh, let's find this email specifically. And then it's like, oh, you mean this one from 2014? I'm like, no, the one from last week. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating. So, yeah, I've got I've got a good list of songs I need to figure out how to play in the next, like, two days. I guarantee you, 100%, you know every song that they're playing. I don't think so. Dude, I'm telling you. Or you could just ask Mike Holgain for his tra- his transcripts, like his book of transcriptions i should ask him for some of that um i know some of them but that's really cool that you subbed dude, for that they're band. doing a lot of sets what is this one two three four five sets no 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 that's when i get mad five? Oh man that's crazy talk i thought there was just gonna be a dinner break in there it says like 6 30 to 11 30 or something or oh, 11 no i, I don't thought, think they do dinner anymore at paula i heard they were switching things up and it's like yeah whatever well this might be the last time i do this one because <laughs> i five sets sounds terrible yeah that's so many songs dude. i charge a lot more money for five sets not that you can do that like on that kind of gig but um no wonder mike Holgain ain't doing it he's like yeah uh just get phil for that one mm. <laughs> Um, it's cool that you're subbing that gig. That's like not a, not a gig that anybody can jump into. Like they've, they've never once called me. Um, but I know fig has done it. You've done it like as far as subbing it and whole gain is obviously some big shoes to fill. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like, Oh yeah. It's just gotta, they're used to playing with that dude. <laughs> or or you got it though, dude. It's, and I'm just like coming in cold. I don't know most of these songs. Dude, it's all, we all, every band in town plays the same songs and like we just switch yeah. up maybe like five of them. I guess I know a lot of these, but I'm looking at the list now. Um, it it'll is what be, it is. It'll be fine. Whatever. Um, well, as far as my week goes, um, I do have a soapbox about my week. I'm just going to let you guys know that right now. <laughs> um, I, I have been very busy, like I said. Um, I did play again with the big band. Had a long conversation afterward. Made my wife furious because she was with me. Really? Yeah. And uh, I think things could be better, but maybe they should be better. But also, it still has to fuel my fire to get my band Shuffle and Bang off, on and popping, whatever the kids say these days. (laughs) Um, Because... Yeah, so we okay, so let me just skip over all the the shenanigans with the schmucky medals for now. And um Marcel, I played Marcel was back, played with Marcel a couple days. What? That was cool. Um he's just stopping through. Poor Marcel, man. He comes so before he he so Marcel is my regular residency that I play with every week. He moved to Vegas like last week or the week before. Yeah, um, and then Lili on keys. Lili on keys it, jumped right? in. Yeah, okay. 
Um, so for, first of all, it's funny that a lot of musicians have this thing where they're super jealous of this residency gig. Um, they can deny it all they want. They are. And these are, some of these guys are like my friends, but when they heard Marcel was leaving, they have this weird vibe where it's like, Oh man, Marcel's leaving, huh? Oh (laughs) man. Well, you must be bummed because you're, you're missing out on that great gig. (laughs) And it's like, I know what you're doing and it ain't like that. (laughs) And so when, then I'm like, they're like, so what are you going to, what's your plan? You know? And then you could tell it's kind of coming from a place of like, finally, like now that he's on, he's on the level playing field again. Now he doesn't have that great gig that I want. Dang. It's so like that dude. And then, um, and then, I go, oh, well, no, actually, there's another girl that came in, and, and, and they're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, that, there's a girl that came in and is replacing Marcel, and so we're keeping the gig. It's fine. And they're just like, who is she? Like, what? Like, so James is keeping the gig, too? And I'm like, yeah, like, we're both just staying on the gig. <laughs> like, and it's just like, oh, how, like, how could this be? I'm like, bro, maybe you just go in and ask for a different day. Like, maybe you can play there on Mondays. You know, or maybe you can play there on like Thursdays and Fridays. I don't know. But why are you trying to be like jealous of me having a residency? You just go get a residency. Yeah. You know, so, but anyways, that's like, that's been happening lately. Like, oh man, you don't got that gig anymore. Oh, that must suck. They're like smiling. You know, it's like, uh, that sucks. <laughs> why are you saying that? that? Okay. But anyways, um, don't be like that. I mean, it's a rad gig. I'm jealous of it. I wish I had a sweet Monday, Tuesday resident or Tuesday, Wednesday, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, and yeah. Sunday. Dude, those are that's awesome to have work on those nights. Yeah, that, are, that are like less. You know, you don't. It doesn't happen as often. Yeah, or it's, as steady. It, it's as, been really cool. Like, first of all, it's been really cool getting to know Marcel and James. Um, plus, but, there's that to be jealous of. Yeah. Just playing with those guys is amazing, dude. Nathan East comes in sometimes and just sits in, and like, I'm like, how did I fall into this gig? You know, it's like so crazy. And but, dude, honestly, like, I know I get weird sometimes with this like alternative medicine and holistic stuff and all this stuff. But like, honestly, this is like a manifestation of me going. I really want a midweek gig, like a steady midweek gig that isn't teaching. Like I would take that, but I want like I would rather have a gig that's steady. Yeah, um, you'd rather go play drums at night. Yeah, and so when you put stuff like that out there, it happens sometimes. You know, if your if your energy is like in the right place. But yeah. if you're going up to people and being like, oh, man, you don't have that great gig anymore, <laughs> you know, and like happy at their, you know, failure or whatever, that's not good energy. You're not putting out the good energy. Instead, you should be positive and be like, man, I think I'm going to try to pursue a midweek gig, too. Yeah. That's what I want. And then you get it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it makes sense, man. I'm going to pursue 100,000 Patreons. Because that's what I want. There we go, Phil. I put it out there, so it's going to happen. Gotta do it. Yeah, I want. I want a a new place to live and a Tesla. You I'm want putting a Tesla? It yeah, I want a Tesla. Which dad. one? Well, I mean, I want the big one, but I don't think that the one that's like a kind of like a small SUV. Yeah, that one. 
Yeah, it's like a crossover SUV. But I mean, that's, that's got the gold wings. Very expensive. It's like it's kind. It's kind of like a Lambo. Yeah, it's like six figure car if you get a brand new one. You get a used one for like sixty, seventy thousand. You could probably get a used Lambo for the same price <laughs> from the eighties. <laughs> no, the, uh, a the Countach. 80s, you could get a Countach for like not much these days. I think. Okay, it, it's a pretty bad car to drive. I think. Yeah. Okay, but look, Plus this is insurance. how you got to think about it. This Goodness. is. I'm going to be very open with you guys right now. This is how you have to think about Teslas, Phil. They seem unattainable. They seem unreachable. They seem like they're only for the wealthy or well off. But think about this, okay? I just paid off my car. I'm going to need a new car soon. Yeah. Um, my next car, I've said it since I got this car, my next car is going to be a Mazda CX-5. It's like a small SUV. Wait, I love Mazdas. That's not a Tesla, though. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Let, oh, me, okay. let me break it down for you. <laughs> so CX-5 is what I've been pursuing since, like, I drive a Mazda 3 right now. I fit all my drums in it. Sometimes I fit my bike. But I'm like, I want a big boy car when I turn 40. So I'm going to get <laughs> an SUV. I want a small SUV. Dang. CX-5 is my car. That's what I want. I like Mazdas. Okay? So anyways, I start looking into Mazda. Right now, my car payment was... And every, if you got something to say about my, oh, that's way too much, beat it. I'm just being open and honest with you, Okay. My car payment was three sixty five. It was like three sixty something or three fifty something. But I paid extra on it. Like I paid three sixty five every month. Yeah, it was only by a couple bucks though. Um, it helps though. Yeah, three sixty five. As much as I drive, I put at least on a regular week. I put at least forty to fifty dollars a week in gas. At least these days. It's more like double that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm putting $40 to fill up like twice a week. So let's just say 50. So 51, $200 extra a month. So 365 plus, hold on, hold on, Phil. Let me do some math for you. Gosh, bear with people, bear with, bear with, bear with, bear with. Okay, I'm here. Three sixty five plus two hundred equals five sixty five, right? Maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance. So I put synthetic in that mug. So we're Ooh. talking we're talking eighty dollars, seventy dollars an oil change. Okay, well, anyways, that's pretty expensive. Yeah. That's like now I'm already almost at six hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Not counting maintenance. Okay, well, CX five, I just for kicks and giggles. <laughs> not the saying i know but this is a pg show uh i went on the mazda website figured out how much it would cost to buy a cx5 because i can't lease on because i put too many miles on yeah um 525 a month for a cx5 mid mid-range like i don't want like a the luxury one i don't want the base model gotcha about 500 495 500 to 525 a month. Ooh. Okay? 525 a month. I figure that the gas is going to be at least 200. It's probably going to be more like 400 a month. Yeah, on that thing as much as I drive. So let's just say 200. 725. That's a pretty massive car payment. Yeah. Expense every That's month. That's totally normal for people though. Like that sounds right. Five five hundred bucks for an SUV a month is 
what it costs. It probably would be a little less than that. Even if it was, I'm, I'm guessing at least $400 a month, at least for mm-hmm. the payment, two or three, two or $300 a month for gas. We're at seven something already. Dude, I looked at a Tesla Model S. Yeah. That's the mid-range one, not the not the the three, the teeny tiny little Civic looking one. It's the sedan. It's like seven hundred for that, no gas, no maintenance. Except for tires. Yeah. Doesn't even have an engine, Phil. Yeah. Well your electrical bill will go up, but I don't pay it's, electricity it's not, at my house. It's nothing like the gas. It's like running a dryer. I talked to Freebie, dude. Freebie has two Teslas. He does. And he's like, everybody thinks he's rich. And he's like, it's not a rich thing. It's just, it just makes, it makes so much more sense to drive a Tesla than it does to drive a regular car with all that maintenance and all that gas and a car payment on top of that. You might as well pay a bigger car payment, but not have any of the other stuff and drive a dope car. It's true. So that's where I'm at. I'm like, does I it kinda, have to be a Tesla? Well, that's the thing. You can get other electric cars, but I mean, a Tesla. Wow. <laughs> there isn't a better car out there it's the most safest car the most safest <laughs> okay yeah they're great hey i i don't have anything against teslas well i know hyundai has an electric small suv though for oh, way less than really? teslas so this is the thing dude i hated and, it, and when- it's got the it's almost got the same range <gasps> it's like two over like two, it's like 250 miles really or something dang um i was so dumb i thought i thought hondas were the dumbest cars in the world when they came out i was just like these are such dumb cars who would ever drive that and like or drive a kia yeah but now i'm seeing these hondas going around i'm like that's actually a nice looking car they've gotten a lot better i mean i've i've got one yeah my my little hatchback is a is a hyundai and i don't have any problems with it it's great uh, Sergio Gutierrez, he was on the show a while ago. He has a Honda SUV. Yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, that's cool. But then like he showed me like some of the features and I was like, dang, this is a nice car. It's like way more features than the Mazda CX-5. I, I, I just am like really partial to Mazda. I love Mazdas. They're fun to drive. They're very reliable. Very, very reliable. They're rad. Good on gas. They last a long time. Do they come in electric? They do not have an electric. They don't even have a hybrid. Dang it. Mazda's always behind on technology, though. That's the thing that sucks. Like, my car is a 2013. It doesn't have a backup camera. I kind of want you to get a Miata, though. (laughs) (laughs) I could just see us driving in a Miata, dude. Dude, You and a Miata would be the best. Your head would be, like, higher than the windshield. You have to wear an an ascot or a scarf when you drive a Mazda Miata. You'd need some goggles, too. Yeah. Maybe I just stop fronting and get a Mazda Miata, dude. Forget this Tesla talk. Quit drums. Or just bring your Roland pad. Yeah. Forget the real drums. Just bring that thing and drive a Miata to all your gigs. That sounds great. Cherry red. <laughs> dude, this, the, the Tesla 3. So if you think about a Tesla 3 is wait, I mean, that's like a $40,000 car. And so that's. So, I mean, that's like a $500 car payment or less with no gas, no maintenance. The problem is I can't fit my drums in a Tesla three, but they're coming out with a Tesla Y 
at the end of next year that's a small SUV. So we could fit our drums in that. Is that going to be cheaper than their yes, other one? definitely. How much? It's going to be like probably the same price as a, as a, as a Tesla 3. So it's like what? the low. Yeah. No. Yes. 40 Gs? Yeah. Gs. Yeah. You can pre-order it right now. Nope. Yeah, Phil. So I'm going to Tesla.com. Check it out. Mazda Y. I mean, Mazda Y. Tesla Y. I'll go look. Bro, people think I'm kidding. I don't make a lot of money, but this is very feasible. If I just had a place to uh, charge that mug. But then I started thinking about people in cities that live in cities. They don't have a garage to charge their Tesla, but they live in the city. So they have, there's like all, it's like, I don't have a gas station at my house, but I go to gas stations and fill up my car. Yeah, but gas station stop takes like five minutes. Okay, but there's superchargers <laughs> that take like 20 or 30. And you don't have to fill up every time you go. It's true. You go have a cup of coffee, your car is charged. You eh? do have to pay for superchargers, though, unless you, unless, you buy, or unless you buy a new one. Ooh, I'm looking at the Model Y. Yeah, see? Small SUV. Is it? Mm-hmm. It just looks like a... Well, no, they're calling it a small SUV, but it's a It looks a like they took a Model 3 and just, like, stuck a hose in it and filled it with a yeah. little more air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to me. It's still not a big boy car, though. That's a college kid car. College it, kid yeah, car. Yeah, I want a big boy car. You so, want a proper SUV. Yeah. So I really want the I really want the X, but that's like that's like a rich guy car. So I don't know. I don't know what I want. I don't know if I'll ever be able to afford it. It is still really expensive. But right now, I'm enjoying not having a car payment and driving my little Mazda 3. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking about all of a sudden now we just got from drums to c- talking about cars. It's a car show. It's yeah. Okay. Show. So just so you know, and I'll stop this, this, uh, Hyundai one, it, the starting price is 36. Whoa. Really? SUV? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. A range of 258. What's it called? The Kona electric. It's all electric or is it like a hybrid? Straight electric. I mean, it's not like the... You're you're talking about a lease. It's not... Huh? Never mind. No. Oh, boy. I might have to go test drive this bad boy. <laughs> I'm a car salesman now. Oh, that's nice. Oh. You could start it and everything? You could probably pry that H off the front and just, like, tape a, a little shiny T on there, too. And no one will know. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Car talk with Phil and Corey. Oh man, yeah, I, I might go test drive. I'm not I gonna know buy what you mean, Honda, though. I kind of want, I kind of want a bigger car too. Yeah, this is like this car works great, you know, and it, it's fine. It's not there's not like it's a problem, but dude, cars don't last forever. So I'm gonna need a new car sometime, and I'm not gonna go buy like a beater car. You know, I'm. We work hard, you know, and this is what I, this is like the talk I've been having with my wife is, you know, I'm working a lot now and I, I've never really liked where we live. You've heard me go on, on and on about these, my neighbors and getting on soapboxes about my, my pushy neighbor. And so I'm like, yeah, I would like to find another place to live. Like I would rather, I would like to get in a more stable position where some of our debt is paid off and then we can live in a place that we're more comfortable and we like to call home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 
yeah, we still got work to do about, you know, paying off our debt and stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, but let's start thinking about it. And so I'm like, you know, do you like, what do you, how do you feel about buying a house or like buying a condo or something that might be a better option than going and trying to find an apartment in San Diego for $2,200, you know, a month. Well, you know, it's like, so I'm just, I think I'm at that point in my life where I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 41 next month, dude. So hard to wrap my head around. So hard to wrap my head around. Um, Don't feel like I'm 41, but your mentality changes when you're in your forties. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure I can imagine. Like one of the singers that I work with, one of my favorite singers that we work with, I'm not going to mention names because I don't think she wants people to know how old she is, but she's like, I'm 40 years old and I stopped giving F's long time ago. (laughs) She's like, I will let you know. I'll speak my mind and I don't care. And I'm like, that's where I'm at. I don't really care what people think of me these days. I mean, of course I do. Who am I kidding? But like at at certain, some point it's like, dude, I want to be comfortable and I want to get what, like I'm working hard and I want to make something of it, you know, and some things I don't care about, but I don't feel like it's worth the money living where we live and it's very cheap. And so it's allowing us to do other things. But I'm like, at some point I don't want to deal with this bozo anymore. I want my own place and I want my own kitchen. Yeah. Before you know it, you're just like trying to get by through life, living in a, living in a a condition that you don't really want to be in, but you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And before you know it, you've been doing it for a long time and it's like, yeah, you just don't realize it. You don't get that time back. Right. Right. And the the thing is too, this is what, this is what happened. Um, I probably said this on the show before, but there was some other guys that lived there. There was like before, like uh, maybe a, a year or two ago, they, I think they were just helping out people. It was like the cheapest rent you can find in this area. And so they were helping out these guys that had like, they had problems. Obviously they came from rough backgrounds, I think. And they allowed them to stay there and it was causing a lot of problems, but we were just enduring it. Right. But when they left, everything changed. Like they, they left and then they turned their, their apartment into an Airbnb. And now people are in and out, but they're, but they have their own, it's like self-sustaining. They have their own kitchen and everything. So they don't come on our side of the house. Well, anyways, when they left, I didn't realize how much pressure and how much like negative, negative energy was on us until they left. And then when they left, it was like, we felt like we could breathe and we felt like our place was more pleasant. Like it was more like endure. We could endure it a little bit easier when those guys left. And so I'm feeling like that might be the problem right now where we're just dealing with our situation because we don't have another situation. But I know that I I don't get along really well with the guy that my neighbor and every day I see him, I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Like and I'm, I'm envisioning like what I'm going to say if he says something to me and, and we just say hello and move on, you know, anyways, I'm just like, maybe, maybe I need a different situation, you know, maybe I just need a different situation and then I can feel better and, you know, not have to be negative. I can have my own space truly have my own space and not have to not have to be like, I'm going to cook some food and then see him in the kitchen and be like, ah, forget it. I'll just go buy a burrito because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to interact with him, you know? Um, and other people, it's just, dude, they're, you're, we're married. 
Tomorrow's our anniversary, by the way. Yes, sir. Woo! Yes, sir. Uh, 14 years, Phil. 14, 14 years, years of marriage. Yeah. And like, I'm like, we're married people. We want our space, you know, and, and I don't know. I'm, I don't want to deal with other people in our space. So I hope next time, this year, this time next year, I'll be in my own place. You should just go buy an RV. No, nah, that's not my style. <laughs> my parents not. do that. My parents are full-time <laughs> RVers. Yeah. That's not the way I live. I need space. I know. I was just kidding. By the time my parents were my age, I was probably like 14 or 15, maybe older. And they were on their like third or fourth house. Not like they would buy a house, live in it, sell it, or, you know, whatever. So they 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 bought their probably their third house or something by this point. That's and I'm like, I've never owned a house. I never really wanted to, but... I've always lived in the guest house of somebody's house. You know yeah, what I mean? Or uh-huh. like an apartment. Was, I've, I've had so many like granny flats as my home that I'm like, I'm tired. I'm not a granny. Okay. I want my own place. I want to be in the front house. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's pretentious or like too needy or something, but I'm dude, I'm a grown a man. Okay. I want a Tesla and a house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I better, I better find a different line of work, though, if that's yeah, my right? lifestyle. I want to, I mean, I can't even, I don't know, man. Buying a house is so, like. It's adult. I mean, it's so unattainable. Well. Like, I feel like it's just, I don't know anyone that can afford to buy a house. Let me break this down for you, <laughs> Phil. Okay? Let me break this down for you. I've been, do, I do, I'm like you in the sense that when I start getting my mind on something, I do a lot of research. I haven't done tons of research. This is just an idea that I had this week, but I started looking at apartments again. Normally when I go, when I'm, I have free time and I'm sitting on my couch and I'm watching the office or something. Um, my computer's on my lap. I'm on Craigslist. I'm looking up drums. I'm looking up Vespas, motorcycles, bicycles. And then I'm like apartment shopping, like 90% of that time. Just, perusing apartments yeah bro it's outrageous to get an apartment out here a one-bedroom apartment in san diego is like nineteen hundred dollars or more yeah you might as well pay mortgage yeah on a house so what i started doing was i was like there's got to be another way like why is why if i because i want i don't want a one-bedroom apartment i want like a two-bedroom apartment and i don't want to live in an apartment complex like i want i kind of want like a loft or something cool that's like hip and suits my style and I can be creative and do some drum videos or whatever, 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 you know? And now I have this studio in North County. So now I can't like move to downtown. Like I was planning on and anyways, besides the point. So I was like, you know, maybe I stop looking at, you know, cottonwood apartments, you know, to get this one bedroom apartment and have the same issues that I have at my apartment now. We might as well just stay where we're at for like half the rent, you know, and deal with one bozo instead of like a complex of bozos. Um, and then I was like, well, you know, I wonder how much co- like condos are or like small houses like in Oceanside. Like there's I saw a house in Oceanside that's listed for like two eighty nine. That's cheap, dude. Like it's it's ex- way more expensive than it was a few years ago. But when you start calculating like the mortgage for a first time buyer, it's like $1,400 or $1,500 a month versus $1,900 to $2,200 a month for an apartment. Huh. Um, condos, 
condos like sometimes they most of the time for a nice one they start i haven't really gone like condo shopping but i've been just like looking online at like the general what's the general like average price and normally it's like low 400s like almost a half a million dollars for a freaking condo but it still ends up being like $2100 a month the same you would pay for a stinking apartment you have to do all the maintenance and stuff yourself but it's yeah. something to consider that's all i'm saying there's other ex- yeah yeah but. there's there's there you know and and then it's the thing it's like okay well we can just not pay that much and just stay where we're at for a while and save and so we'll do that but eventually i think that's an option gonna get a house and a tesla bro but then you're gonna be like bro drum brigade must be making a lot of money and you're not paying me what's going on here <laughs> i want a house and a tesla too Corey. <laughs> yeah it's too drum brigade doesn't make money but playing drums makes money <laughs> so that's yeah dude can you imagine ma- making that much money to get a house and a tesla it's i'm putting it out there it's gonna happen so you got to put it out there phil you have a nice house though you have a nice situation I do. I I feel fortunate. The only thing that I... I don't know if I would call it nice, but... (laughs) It's it's rustic. It's rustic. It needs a lot of work, but... Yeah. I'm I'm very fortunate for my situation. The only thing I would change about your situation is that it's in Fallbrook. I don't mind it, man. Man, it's so far. Yeah, but it's it's got some nice perks to it, I feel like. I like the space. Drum Brigade is going like, to make you enough money. I can just jam on drums with my that windows open and no one, I never, not a single person has, has come to my door to be like, hey, can you stop? Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. I used to live in Fallbrook and it was a, it was a nice community, but it was just too far from everything. I could not stand how far it was. Yeah. It's pretty, it's like, it, yeah, pretty much like 45 minutes from everything just yeah. about, but, yeah. um, all right, well, I don't know, man. We talked about a lot of ambitions today. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys know all about what my plans are, and it's most like people are probably listening to this going, this fool has got some pipe dreams. <laughs> a drummer trying to get a house and a Tesla. Is this fool crazy? But a bass player did. Kevin lives in a house that he owns, and I'm not trying to compare myself to Kevin, but that fool's got two Teslas true and they're not model threes they're model s's and he got he got used life, right man. yeah i'm not talking about new teslas dude that's oh, crazy talk. okay yeah yeah no no. no 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 um those are some stinking nice cars man i've driven one before i never have dude they're fast trust me if you drive one you'll be like how can i get a tesla <laughs> <laughs> what can i do yeah i don't know if that'll ever happen but i know that for sure i need to get a new car like probably in the next year yeah Next year, we'll be next year. We'll be here recording. But it's cool because but like you'll pull up in a Tesla. Yeah, it's gonna be cool because like Drummergate is gonna just super blow up any day, super blow up. We're gonna be the jam card of. We'll just be jam card. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that guy's like. I don't know if he's making a ton of money, but that seems to be a big thing. I don't even know what they're doing. No, I do yeah. not follow them. You are not invited, Phil. Sorry. <laughs> You're not a cool guy. Nah, you can, you can, anyone can follow them on the internet. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't follow them. Yeah. Um, anyways, I don't know. I'm, I, don't, I don't need to compare. I think what we do is very unique, and I think the world is going to, the world loves it. So we'll just, we'll just be us, and we'll just high five people on the way. Does that make sense? Am I, am I talking nonsense? 
No, you're making sense. I'm very tired, Phil. Just trying to just just trying to talk about things that are interesting in my life. I don't know if we have time for your soapbox. Right. We got Nobody's Carson got time on. for my soapboxes, but I don't care. I just give my soapboxes. Is it a quick one? No. Gosh dang it. Why did I talk so much about Teslas when I gotta get this off my chest? I don't know, but we gotta get Carson on the phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get him on. Carson coming up. Oh yeah, funky Phil. Yeah. All that line. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Feel> that group. <laughs> on the line with us, hanging out with us via phone. Dude, we should have just had you come in studio, but um Yeah, dude. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't I should have just I I started to text you last week and be like, yeah. "Yo, man, do you want to just come in studio and hang out and like and then I got sidetracked and forgot so sorry man where's your studio it's in oceanside oh in a- dude <laughs> it's like a 30 minute drive ah <laughs> oh, what are we doing uh let's just pause on the show and just come down here no <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that just le- we'll just have to do that for next time like we'll just have to leave for it open sure. so um that voice you hear on the line with us carson ford oh yeah <laughs> Welcome to the Drum Brigade podcast, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for hanging with us. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so, dude, you're a fantastic drummer. I'm just going to get that out of the way right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we already talked a little bit, like, at the beginning of the show. Like, you have this cool style where... Are you a lefty? Um, yeah, well, I'm a lefty just for drums, actually. That's so weird. So you're like an ambidextrous, so, kind of. I suppose. I guess you'd call it that, but, like... Yeah, so I play lefty on a right-handed kit. That is so um, crazy. Which seems more common than on a left-handed kit. Yeah. And uh, everything else I do is right-handed. I'm right-hand dominant, so I, I have no idea why. <laughs> but That is so bizarre. It, it makes this cool style where everything is, like, open-handed. Your right is, like, sometimes on the left, right? And um, Yeah, it is. Yeah, I keep it on the left. It makes this, like, unique style. But then, like, you're your fills and like licks and stuff are for a right-handed drummer. It's like, what the heck did he just do? Like, it's so <laughs> weird. Um, and, but it's great. It's like, it, yeah, it adds like a really cool style for you. And I have this, I have a student that's, um, he's, I think he's nine and he's the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, he, when I, when he started te- like taking lessons with me, he didn't know his right from his left. So I'd be like, no, your mm-hmm. right hand, put your right hand. And he wouldn't know which one was which <laughs> like, but that's, he, yeah, that's kind of my theory for, for why I started that way is because like, I think I started so young. I think I started when I was like three mm-hmm. and that's probably before I had developed a dominant hand Yeah, and just like to a kid, it makes sense to play with, you know, why would you cross your hands? Right, right. right. That's cool. Yeah. It's the same thing with him. And so we got to where every time I would try to put his right hand on the hi-hat, he would naturally play open-handed and he just plays left hand on the hi-hat and he, but he plays a right-handed kit. And this kid nice. is becoming such a great drummer. And <laughs> he has this style like already at nine years old, he has a style. It's not always like clean. We're working a lot on precision and stuff, but he has this style mm-hmm. where he's, he plays very uniquely and then he's it's opening him up to be in an ambidextrous drummer where he can do things 
we can we can he can play the same beat right hand on the hi hat that he can left hand on the hi hat. You know, he could switch to his ride on the right hand, and yeah. it's no problem. It's like every time, like telling his parents, like, dude, you don't understand what this means for drummers. Like this, this opens up a <laughs> yeah, whole can of worms of possibilities for him because he can do stuff both ways, which is something we have to like break later in in life. You know, like we work on yeah, doing man. rudiments and stuff both ways. So. That's really cool. Sure. So, um, yeah, we've always we always like watching your videos on you on YouTube, on Instagram and YouTube, but uh-huh. um, uh, and and seeing like the style and like the stuff you're you're very creative and like you got some some serious uh some serious chops, man. Like, I appreciate it. Man. <laughs> that's cool. So, like, <laughs> um, what are you up to these days, man? You just got you just got back from a tour in Europe, right? Yeah, that's right. Um. These days, uh, while I'm going for a recording session for like a week up in uh, San Jose nice. next month. And then other than that, I'm just uh, gigging around. I don't have any like upcoming tours or anything, but gigging around, session work, Very lessons, cool. kind of the usual stuff. Do you do like a, a lot of auditions or do you just like, it's just like word of mouth and you just, you know, get, get work by like playing around town and sitting in and, you know, or like, what's your, what's your move? To get you know what? That's that's the stuff I'm bad at is uh, like word of mouth and trying to find auditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to find that stuff, but uh, I just need to get myself out there more. You know? Yeah, yeah. So how did you like? Who are you on tour with um, over in in Europe? Um, I went in Europe. I toured with Gino Matteo. He's a blues guitar player, cool. and his wife Jade. Nice. And uh, they play. We play like funk and blues, kind of jazzy stuff. Too, so very cool and how, how did you hook that up you guys is is he like is he from here in california or you guys just like you just landed that tour how did that happen how did that happen so he well I, I think if i remember correctly i was just live streaming on instagram in my garage mm-hmm. on like my practice kit which i never do and uh he just popped in and i've never met him before i never even recognized his name wow and he was just like he's like hey uh you working? I'm like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, cool. I'm gonna DM you. And then later he's like, hey, we should, you should, uh, you should come uh, over and we we should jam. And I'm like, all right, cool. So, and we ended up after like five more months, we ended up setting that up and we got together and we jammed. And he's like, you know, we, you should, uh, you got the gig if you want it. And I'm like, cool. So <laughs> since then, that was like about a year and a half ago or so, and we've done like three tours and wow that's that's fun that's so cool (laughs) that's like a really unique way to like land a tour (laughs) most of the time yeah it's pretty yeah most of the time when people dm me like yo i want to use you on this i'm like beat it (laughs) 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 yeah well Uh, i had just moved from uh san diego actually so i moved up here crazy mission viejo is where i live right now oh i was kind of just like any opportunity i can get to like reestablish kind of up here yeah is, uh, was welcome. That's cool. I didn't know you lived in San Diego. That's cool. Um, yeah, I grew up in San Diego for like 11 years or so. No way. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude. So man, what a great way. Like that's, it's like so casual and just like, yeah, let's jam. Okay. You got it. Let's go. We're on a plane, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's like, it's like meant to be or something. It just happened, you know? Um, yeah, man. 
That's cool. So did you, was that, that, was that your first time touring in Europe or have you been over there a bunch of times or like what was? Yeah, that was, that was my first time being in Europe or being really to any other country besides like Mexico. Yeah. And so how did you, how did you like being on tour and, and being in a foreign country and doing that? It was really fun. Yeah. It was really fun. (laughs) France is beautiful. The people are beautiful. The, uh, I mean, touring, touring though in France when you don't have a car yeah can get a little boring yeah <laughs> so a lot of the time we were just kind of chilling like there was like a i think oh you know what they told the the booking agent was like oh you you uh we're not going to book anything besides festivals like there's not going to be any club dates because you know we need to keep a high profile yeah and so there was one stretch of like five days where we had no gigs where we could have had gigs oh man and i was just like dying in the heat this was like during a heat wave oh in just this house in france and they don't have ac yeah wow yeah. dude that's like yeah i would be going nuts i, I <laughs> so like i i spent a long time touring and doing that over and over go over, over again and my move now yeah. is like when i'm touring i try to just get out and I don't know. Like, there's only so much you can do if you're in the same spot for five yeah, days. Yeah. But like, I'm like, for sure, I got to get out. I'm in a different place. I'm, I'm going to go listen to music. I'm going to go hear other drummers. I'm going to go to a drum shop. I'm going to go like explore. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I would, I would go stir crazy, but, uh, um, yeah, sure. th- that's really awesome though, that you, you, you know, that's like a, a boost on your resume when you're like, yeah, I mean, I just got back from Europe and we just did a tour out there, a bunch of festival dates. Like, yeah. that's really dope. Um, yeah, definitely milk it. Yeah. So, um, so you're doing a session next week. That's cool. Um, do you, do you mm-hmm. do a lot of session work and like, you know, do you do like, do you gig around town? Or like besides touring, what else do you do? Yeah. So, well, we, I have a couple like regular spots in like Riverside and Temecula that we kind of play at. Um, oh wait, every you so play? Often and... You play with? Uh, you play with? Um, gosh, my one of my like really good friends, Ralph. Don't you? Oh, uh, Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. We. I mean, that was a while ago, but yeah, I played with a couple gigs with him. Okay. Yeah. He's um he's like a really good buddy of mine, man. We like always hang out. I've known I've, we've I've known Ralph since we were like at least teenagers. Like we've. We've known each other for a long time. Wow, that's so. crazy, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I, for, I forgot about that. Like he was he 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 posted a video. I'm like, dude, Carson's your drummer. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, dude. He's like, yeah. yeah, dude, this dude can play. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> well, that's a lot of stuff that I do is like the, the hired gun kind of stuff. Yeah. So like, besides the main gig is the all the hired gun stuff that I'm working on getting and then lessons and uh, occasionally I'll do. Um, musicals nice something just to pay the bills that's cool that's like this so you're like very similar like you're this is why you're we wanted you on the show because you're like you're a drummer's drummer you're like everybody that we not everybody but like me and phil are the same kind of drummer like we mm-hmm. we play a lot around tour around around town take a lot of like pickup gigs take a lot of like corporate gigs or wedding gigs or studio sessions yeah, yeah. or you name it. We teach, we like, we take tours, we, you know, I fly out dates, like all kinds of stuff like that. So it's like, it's the same thing where, you know, that, you know, the grind, you know, the struggle, you know, the, like the hustle of like trying to make things happen as a drummer. Um, and that's yeah. important. That's important because 
you know, some guys just want to be like internet famous, but aren't really working if that makes sense or like, Mm -hmm. and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's cool too. It's just, um, I like, it's like we have more in common when it's like a guy that's out there grinding like we are, um, Mm -hmm. and just trying to make work happen as a drummer. It's cool. Um, yeah. Did you, did you go to school? Like, did you go to, um, like college for drumming or are you just like, like, how's, how is your, how did you become like the drummer you are now? Um, well, there's, I didn't go to school. I didn't go to college. I mm. did take like, I mean, classes in, in like high school. I did jazz band in high school and oh, yeah. middle school. And, uh, I did went through drumline, which is where I get some of my right hand stuff too. Cause cool. they force you to play right-handed. Oh yeah. Um, but mostly it's like self-taught and from my dad, my dad's a drummer too. So oh, cool. I didn't know He got that. me started off early and really got me into it. And so I thank him a lot for that. Dang. I didn't know your dad is a drummer. That's cool. Um, yeah. he's gotta be, if I'm going to start that early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, my dad's not a drummer, but I started, I started at three too. Um, oh, for real? yeah, but my, my dad's a singer. So he's, he always had drums at the okay. house, you know, so, um, music runs in the family. What, how old were you when you started, Phil? I was a, I was a geezer compared to you guys. <laughs> I think I was like, oh, I was like 10 or so. Oh, really? Something like that. I started, I started really young and then I, I knew how to play when I was like from three to five. My dad said, as soon as I came out though, I was trying to like bang on stuff. Nice. As soon as I could prop myself up standing up, I was like playing, picking up his sticks and trying to play because my dad would play a little bit of percussion. But anyways, but then I quit for a while until I was 10 and then I wanted my drums. I wanted a drum set so bad. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Well, that's cool, man. So like uh, um, I had a question and I forgot, but (laughs) I had a question about (laughs) um, about uh like being a young drummer and then, you know, like hanging with other young drummers and like, do you, do you go to a lot of sheds and do you shed a lot? Do you like, I know you've shed, you've shed it off and on with, with Tosh and, um, yeah, yeah. I, w- I would love for you to come down, down and shed with us sometime. We need to plan a yeah. shed first of all, Phil. Yeah. We got to set that up. Yeah. But yeah, used- um, I shed with Tosh sometimes and that's something I've been trying to get into more. Uh, do you know Malachi? Yeah. Yeah, I shedded with him recently. Oh, snaps. Why don't we have a shed with, like, all those dudes? Everyone. Like, yeah, I keep trying to plan <laughs> these. So we used to have regular sheds in um, – we used to have regular sheds in our old studio, and it was so great. We had all these great drummers come through, and it was just, like, so much fun. But we lost that studio, and now we have this one. And I'm like – so a couple weeks ago, I'm like, yo, does everybody want to shed again? And everybody's like, oh, I can't. I'm on a gig. Oh, I can't. I'm doing this or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And like our San Diego crew is kind of like fading out. But we should just get like mm. all these young – like Malachi. Does Malachi live in, in Orange County too? No, he lives in L.A. Oh. Um, but, but I'm sure he'd probably be willing to make the drive. Yeah, we want we, – I've been trying to have him on the show too. But um, like yeah. you, him, Tosh, me, Phil – Kevin Aguchi, bring all the <laughs> homies like in. A Matt Smith, yeah. yeah, man, dude, we can have yeah, a be nasty shed in here. Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be huge. We're gonna need more quiet pads, though. <laughs> and well, we can't do it during the day, but after five, we can go full on, Phil. Full, full on, board, oh, yeah. 
Um, we, we got two kits in here. Um, three, if you count three, the lamp. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one, I don't think we're playing that one anymore. <laughs> um, have somebody else bring their kit in. It's going to be... Uh, I'm yeah. planning it. I'm planning it. It Like next all month. Right. Next month. Yeah, we're all going to get I'm dope. there. All right, sweet. See, we only need three. <laughs> so you just don't... Like, three. shedding with me and Phil might be a little boring. I don't know. With me, at least. <laughs> no, shut <laughs> I'm no, like, no, no. I don't There's have many room. licks. I got like three rounds and I'm at like... At best, I got like three rounds, and then I'm like, I don't know what to do. I got like one and a half. I'll probably like fall <laughs> off on the second one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to shed with Tosh, dude. Oh, that's, uh, that's a struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he said he said a bunch of times that he wants to, but he's like, when I get back, for sure, I want to come and do it, dude. Shedding with Fig. Yeah. Do you know Fig? Yeah, dude. dude I couldn't imagine. <laughs> oh my god, that guy's. So I would I would always Insane. purposely have Fig come to come through like at the old studio, and he he was like regular, mm-hmm. yeah. like he would always come. But every time it was like, what am what am I even doing? I don't even play drums, yeah. dude. Like yeah, I just want to quit. It's just so dumb. He's just got yeah, ideas like for monster. days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. um, we well, got to plan that for sure. I think we're gonna we're gonna plan. I think we should plan like a couple and then do an open shed where people can come to the come through to the oh um, uh, yeah that's fun and yeah if they want um yeah. don't mind that phil it's for t gross practice it's not my floor tom it's some it's the keyboard guys sorry i just noticed <laughs> there's some a rogue drum in the house <laughs> it's like we're like 311 where we have like those dumb those dumb solos and we play together like no i'm just kidding we don't do that it's so dumb <laughs> um <laughs> all right let's do the the wheel of death dude are you down um, oh god! What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you think. It's just random questions. Um, it sounds like it sounds like I'm gonna die. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just uh, <laughs> I don't know why we call it the wheel of death. I don't know why either. It doesn't have anything to do with death. There's it's no just, death involved, really. Basically, it okay, needs well, a name, good. and we needed we needed to call it something. It's just a bunch of random questions <laughs> for yeah, fun. It's solid name. Yeah, solid <laughs> name. It's the wheel of death. All right. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, I'm going to spin it. Here we go. We got a lot of questions today because we got time to do it. First question <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire or Jumanji, the OG version? <laughs> Have you heard of these movies? Dude, you or think are you I'm too old young? enough to know those? <laughs> yeah, I'm way too young, man. I mean, I've seen the new Jumanji, and that was pretty funny because I like Jack Black. Uh, yeah, the new Jumanji's good. The old Jumanji, I walked out of that mug. Yeah, you, you probably oh, never real? even heard of Missed Out Fire. Have, have you heard uh, of that no, movie? No. Never heard of that. <laughs> no? Oh, damn. We're old. We're old, dude. Dude, I get made fun of this all the time for not knowing like classic movies. Like My band just like rags on me for not seeing The Matrix. I'm oh, like, God. yeah, I'm uh, 21. <laughs> Well, I think in this situation, I'm pretty sure, Corey, you have to explain the the plot really quick. Summarize the plot I don't really remember, but okay, so Mrs. Doubtfire is with Robin Williams. He wants to see his kids, right? He gets a divorce, wants to see his kids, so they hire a nanny, and it's him dressed up as a woman. An old woman. An old woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's what it is. I can't believe I remember that. 
<laughs> and and so he's able to spend time with his kids as an old nanny, and they can't tell that it's dad until like <laughs> later in the movie. And his wife doesn't know, and his wife fully trusts him. <laughs> this old creepy male nanny dude, dressed as an old woman. Uh, nice. And it's so it just tugs at your heartstrings, man. And then you know what you know what Jumanji is about. Jumanji right? is about yeah. so the old one is about a board game, not a video game, right? Oh, it's the new one? I, didn't, okay. I haven't seen the yeah, new the one. Yeah, the new one's a video game that they get sucked into. Really? Yeah. Does it, wait, does it have the rock in it? Yeah. Oh, man, it must be really yeah. good. The new one is really good, man. <laughs> it's really funny. Dwayne. Yeah, it's good. Kevin Hart is in it in the... In the I don't know if he's in the first but one. He's in the you're, second You're one. biased because you hate Robin Williams. Hate Robin he's Williams. Like, you have like an irrational hatred for Robin Williams. Right? Yeah, I don't like Robin Williams. <laughs> don't, I don't think he's funny at all. I think he's completely vulgar and stupid. Man, he's dead. So mm. I can't. I got to be kind of nice, but like, <laughs> and now uh, he's dead. How do you feel? <laughs> I don't feel any better. I just am like indifferent. Like, yeah, it's just Robin Williams. But I did like the movie Missed Outfire, so I'm going with that. Okay. When right. I was like, what really? is? I'm going with Jumanji. You're going, You're with, going Jumanji. with Jumanji. The OG version of Jumanji is not good, dude. I'm going with the okay. OG Jumanji. <laughs> I'm with really? Anyway. <laughs> Crazy, Phil. Well, I'm glad we got that taken care of. Yeah. That was Missed a serious out- question. I mean, Miss Doubtfire is pretty cool, but... Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of our sound effects, all right? Our sound effects are... No, the sounds are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going along with that question, what's the best movie ever? Oh. Ooh. Ooh, I hate this question. I know. I can't. I can't. Well, okay, as of right now, what's the best movie ever for you? Mm. My, my, I think my favorite movie is Interstellar. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, I movie. can't get past that dumb robot though. That giant mm-hmm. squared edge. Dude, cars, man. You, can you guys build a better robot? Like it's <laughs> just a big giant rectangle walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's got so many cool powers. It is true. I mean, but it's like supposed to be this like interstellar futuristic. And it has to like like it lays down on that little seat like in the spaceship. That 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 held me back from like this is a really great movie. I was like, that okay. robot though is so dumb. It's like an eighties robot. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Phil? I haven't seen that movie God, in a while. It, I forget. It's good. I have to Google. Doesn't that robot run too? And his like his square legs. Yeah, that robot like, boogies, dude. <laughs> Sorry to bag on it your movie quick. so hard, man. <laughs> oh, I like that robot. <laughs> he's looking it up. Dude, okay, I, I freaking love that robot. No, he's outdated, man. Get a new robot. No, I think it's cool. I think he's ahead of the times. Yeah, he's utilitarian. <laughs> he can't even like... Ugh. All four of his segments can like spin around and he stuff. He can't sit in the spaceship. He yeah, has dude. like this weird bed that he has to lay flat on. So what? It's a robot. Uh, I don't know about it. I don't know. It's the you most got, ergonomic shape. It's <laughs> you got Tesla's rectangle, and you know, you got what's that Honda robot that that they have? I don't think robots need to look oh. like people, though. Why? Why do they have to look like a person, Corey? I don't know, but they square and like that. That's kind of, that's like a walking Rubik's cube. So what? <laughs> All right. What's your favorite movie, Phil? Best ever. Oh, I don't know. Predator. I'm just gonna say Predator. Really? I can't think of another one right now. I'm, I'm still half asleep, Corey. It's a dumb movie, bro. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, my. Best I mean, I movie. don't think it's the best film ever made by any means, but yeah, it's like uh, it's like having a 
like a nice crappy piece of pizza, you know, that you <laughs> like. Yeah. All right. Sometimes you just want really crappy pizza that yeah. that like is makes you feel gross. Yeah. I get that. This is why I like, love this movie that I love. Yeah, it's like a guilty pleasure. My best movie ever for many reasons. Is it still uh what is it? Cloverfield. Cloverfield. <laughs> That is a great movie, dude. All right. That movie sucks just as bad Have as, you seen as it? Predator. Yes. Okay. Lizzie Kaplan's in there. Or Copeland. Kaplan or Copeland? Lizzie Cop- Copeland. She gets eaten. Mm-hmm. That chick is so hot, dude. She's so, like, <laughs> gorgeous, in my opinion. Um, And, like, a weird, like, crazy... She's not really my type, but she's got this, like, punk rock edge to her. She's got, like, an attitude in that movie. She's a sexy woman. She gets eaten, though. Mm-hmm. Sucks. It Even sucks. hotter. <laughs> Even hotter though. Yeah, she blows up too. She like explodes. <laughs> That's a great movie though. It's so great because I love End of the World. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And that movie is so realistic. And then, and then it doesn't have a happy, a happy ending. Spoiler alert! It's a great movie. Okay, but if I'm gonna say like the greatest movie ever, I think that, like one of the greatest movies ever is maybe like Forrest Gump or something. What's wrong with that? That's Forrest Gump. When was the last time you watched that? I movie? don't know. Not, not oh, it's boy. been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. I don't know what other movies are there that are that great. The Wedding Singer. <laughs> and that, I, I don't. I mean, if I'm, I don't think I'm an authority on fine films, but I'm pretty sure it'd be something Same. that's like won a ton of awards. We need to get like off really movies. artsy. This isn't know. a movie show. This yeah. is a drum show. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Lizzie Copeland. Cloverfield, that's the best movie. You guys don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, you find $1,000 on the street. You have to spend it. What do you spend it on? Oh, we haven't even done this one yet. Yeah. Well, what do you what do you spend it on? I want to say something drum-related, but <laughs> I don't really need anything drum-related. What do I need? Mm, that's a tough one. <clears throat> Me? I, I just pay off some bills or something. I just like, I don't. Okay, you can't pay you off bills. Yeah, you you got to buy something for okay. fun. I'm buying another mic for the podcast. Brand new. Going to Guitar uh-huh. Center. Buying it. 400 Good. bucks. Bam. And I have 600 bucks left. We're not talking about taxes here, Phil. Okay. Um, I'm going to get a burrito. Okay. Okay. And really then, good one with everything on it. Yeah, like a $50 burrito. No, I'm just kidding. Five dollars, and I'm gonna buy my wife something. Like, what do you want? Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe some shoes or something. And then I'm gonna have like five hundred left. <laughs> so then I'm gonna. Gosh, what do you spend? How this is this crazy? What do you spend a thousand dollars on? I'm gonna get some <laughs> Jordans. I don't even wear Jordans, but I've always wanted some. Mm. Uh, now I have three hundred dollars left <laughs> so you're getting a bunch of little things yeah and then i'm gonna i don't know oh i'll probably get a new symbol mm, there you go all right good way to fill it up yeah That's a lot of stuff yeah what do you got who me or carson mm. uh carson i'll go um uh, so i'll probably buy like some kind of all-in-one like microphone that I can record with. Nice. That's probably like 300 bucks. Um, 
I don't know. I could. Pro- I need a lot of clothes. I'll tell you that. All the clothes <laughs> I wear is like same clothes from high school. Dude, I'm right there. All messed up. <laughs> yeah. I'm changing mine. So, uh, I'm sorry. I'm changing new mine. New wardrobe. That's good. I'm changing mine. I'm getting drum brigade like drumsticks or drum brigade t shirts or hats. I'm putting it all on drum brigade. Nice. Okay, now <laughs> now we can continue on. You're getting a new wardrobe. Okay. New <laughs> sure, yeah. Wardrobe. Uh another a new computer monitor or something. Uh nice. And then uh, maybe something, oh, I should probably spend it on, like, I don't know, we said we can't spend it on rent, right? It's got to be something fun. <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> yeah. No practical things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you're not going to lie. This is a two-part question. So I'll ask, I'll ask the second part after you, Phil. Okay. Okay. Mm, and a crash of doom. Oh, that's, what, that's the same symbol I would have get. <laughs> you, oh really? You're such yeah. a copycat. Well, I know what size. I I want the twenty inch. <laughs> twenty inch, dude. That's for babies, dude. Gotta go twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> it's too doomy for me. It's too. It's too like oh, when you hit it. Yeah, it'll I, haunt your dreams. Yeah, I want like a. I just want a trashy symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got, Funky Phil? You're not gonna spend it on diapers, dude. I wasn't gonna say diapers. Oh, okay. okay, sorry, sorry. That'd be so diapers many diapers. Fun, yeah, here I grow them. <laughs> Kids grow, dude. They don't I wear guess. the same size diapers forever. They gotta wear them every day, though. I'm not buying diapers, Corey. Okay, diapers, diapers. <laughs> uh, oh, man, a thousand bucks is, will go so quick. I, either a digital mixer. Oh, that'd be more than a thousand dollars. A new laptop. Oh, that would be thought great. About that. Oh, a set of really nice drum mics would be more than $1,000. Oh, I don't know. I, okay, I'm changing mine again. I'm getting a camera now. <laughs> I'm getting a camera for like, I'm getting like an $800 camera with lenses. Okay. 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 Sorry. That's all right. Well, yeah. you're way over 1000 Phil. Yeah. Okay, same question, $10,000. You find it on the street, you have to use it. Four. Oh, man. Ten thousand. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. What are you doing? I'm putting a down payment on nothing practical. What? Nothing practical. You have to buy material things. You can't be like, I'm going to buy a house. That's my down payment. No. (laughs) What? No houses. Like I'm going to buy a car. I'm going to pay for half of it. My payment's going to be two hundred dollars a month. I say no. If That's, you can't spend the thousand dollars on rent or car payments, you can't spend the ten G's on all right, it either. Ten G's. I'm buying a little bass drum from Masters of Maple. Um, <laughs> like I'm getting like a little tiny eighteen by like twelve kick drum. That's eight hundred bucks. Getting a microphone. Mm-hmm. Getting. <laughs> this is gonna take a while. <laughs> so now I'm at Getting Air Jordans. <laughs> Uh, I'm, no, I'm getting the kick drum from Masters of Maple. I'm getting another kit from Masters of Maple. Um, so I'm going to have two Masters of Maple kits. But this one's going to be a little bit more like maybe rock, like a rap kit or something. Um, getting some cymbals. Going to go crazy on cymbals. Getting a Crash Doom, yeah. both 24 and 20. Ooh. Yeah, I'm getting some Amir rides. I'm getting all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, and then I'm buying my wife something really nice. Really nice. I don't know what that is, but 
Uh, uh, forget it. I'm going on vacation. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm, I'm going to Fiji, dude. Oh. Flying first class, okay? Now we're talking. That's what I'm doing, uh, aside from the microphone, camera, new computer, and kick drum from Masters of Maple. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Boom. I'm taking my wife on an extravagant vacation for like a month. Yeah, we're going to backpack around. That's the around. right answer, to be honest. Yeah, we're going to backpack around Vietnam and the Philippines for, I don't know, three or four weeks. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. What would you do, Carson? Man, I'd probably go with the vacation route. Like, yeah. maybe go to Venice or, like, Sweden or something. Yeah. Um, Or I was thinking build, like, build a freaking... Uh, like a home studio in my garage or something. Mm. Yeah. That might, that might take up 10K. I think you could do some you damage know, with You 10K. know those A&S drum co kits? Yeah. That'd probably take up 10K. <laughs> <laughs> you could just like throw your kit like in some acid and then it's, you know. Oh, yeah. They're the same, same thing pretty much. <laughs> just get some aluminum foil out and wrap yeah. it around. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Turns from wood into brass. Well, how come I picture like guys from the 1800s with like 1800s to, to, tools and beards and overalls building those drums? Because that's what they're going for. Oh. Right? Yeah, that's like, what they're going for. The for guys sure. that used to build trains in the 1800s, those are the guys that build those drums. Mm-hmm. No, train <laughs> tracks. Yeah. Those are the guys that build those drums. Do you like those drums, Phil? I think they're cool. Yeah. I, I think mean, they're cool. I, they're not really my thing, but I think yeah. they're. That's exactly what I feel. They're unique and they yeah. they have their own thing that stands out. They're definitely they're cool. Really cool. And they definitely have their own thing and that's what I like. Definitely yeah. unique yeah. more than more like they found a, you know like our our drum industry like copies everybody copies everybody. And um mm. and like I don't like that, but A&F is like, "You know what? Forget you fools. We're doing our thing." Yeah, old-timey. Yeah. yeah, You know, it's Hand funny. Mustaches with wax. Yeah. You know that, like, tackle Bicy- bicycles is Bicycles with the really big front wheel. <laughs> They're called penny farthings. <laughs> with the little tiny back one. Yeah, right? yeah. And then guys that fight like this, like, put them up, put them up. Old-timey boxers. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you know that, like, tackle is, that guy is that. It's like Gangs of New York, but they're all making drums. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Scott from Tackle is is that like old old time tools making old time things that like out of leather probably drinking whiskey you know Scotch neat yes Scotch neat yeah <laughs> uh, okay Funky Phil what are you doing with ten G's <laughs> nothing practical fool yeah um, I like the idea of building a studio yeah you could use that like for recording or teaching or both hmm. um which i mean that's that would go so fast but um yeah. definitely a computer all that same stuff but i also really like the idea of taking the family on a trip yeah the whole family go like, away do like something a, cool a walt disney cruise no <laughs> <laughs> i want to go to like New Zealand. Oh, see where the hobbits live. Yeah, yeah. I want to see some hobbits. Oh, I'm changing to, my movie. I want to go to Norway and see some Viking biz. the The Lord of the Rings trilogy was some strong movies. I'm going back. We've, we're past that. But Damn, Corey. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. I'm tired, <laughs> Phil. All right. We're, we're well, gonna have to like... add a caveat. This is no backsies on this question. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
<laughs> yeah, you want to go to see you want to go see the Shire in New Zealand, and I would love to do that too. You know what I want to do is go to Iceland and go backpacking. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <clears throat> Da, 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 da. Uh, electronic drums? Question mark. <laughs> uh, Interesting. I vote no. It's just, but if it's a must, then yes. <laughs> this is just a yes or no question, right? If yeah. I had it my way, heck no. Get out of here, electronic drums. You can't ever be the real thing. You know, I say yeah because I think they got a spot because I live in an apartment yeah. and electronic drums are the only way I'm going to be able to practice from home. Yeah. Even though they don't feel anything like real drums. I mean, I'm with you. Like sometimes we play at casinos and we have to have, we have to play them and you know, it's fine. I don't have to bring anything, Ooh. but I would hate playing a gig with them for sure. Yeah, it's just, it's just no matter how, I mean, they've been trying for what, 30 years now to make these things work real. Like they've really like rolling, V drums has sincerely been trying to make Roland V drums be the closest thing to real drums, and they're still yeah, so not, far yeah. off. Not even close. Give up on the mesh head thing, guys. So we're yeah. we're strictly talking like drum kit electronic drums. It says drums. electronic drums question mark. I'm gonna go with that because otherwise it's like more of like a a pad, right? Yeah, because okay. Pads, SPDSX, all that stuff, those are necessities, and you can incorporate them on your real drums. So that's not what I'm talking about. If that's the case, I'm 100% in on that. Replacing acoustic drums with electronic drums. With robot drums. Yes. No. Yeah. I say no. Yeah, I hate electronic drums. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Always working on that. I'm always working on that thing. There goes my career. All right. Let's spin this thing again. Who cares about that dumb question? We all know what it is. Um, Oh, we haven't had this one in a long time. Okay. uh, First impressions. Have you met? You've met me before. You've met Phil before, right? At our NAMM show thing. Oh, great. This one? I hate this question. Uh, First (laughs) impressions. You're meeting us for the very first time. What do you think... What what do you think like we are? Like what are we into? What do we do for work? What kind of music do we listen to? Um Man, okay. So you're meeting me for the first time, you're meeting Phil for the first time separately. And you have to be like your first impression is I think Corey is into this and he does this for work and he um listens to this kind of music. And then same for Phil. Okay. For and, Corey, I'm thinking you are one of the uh I don't know what they're called, missionaries, the Mormon people that go around in the white <laughs> the white uh, shirt. What? From door to door. That's what I'm thinking for you. Because you're way too tall, okay, and you're too smiley. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, I guess that's good. I have like, a, that, that says that I'm like sincere and, I don't know, genuine, I guess. <laughs> Believe sure, okay, it. You can take that away from that. Uh, I'm not, I'm definitely not a Mormon, but I do do similar like missionary work. So I guess okay. you're not far off. <laughs> um, and what okay, kind of what kind of music so. am I into? Oh, if okay. you say uh, like contemporary ooh. Christian, like Kumbaya, I will shut this show down. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what else do what else do Mormon missionaries listen to? Dude, 
<laughs> Elder Corey over here, dude, listening to Kumbaya. That's completely not what I am. <laughs> I'll say, uh, I'll say probably some uh, uh, some Fred Hammond. Or Ooh, something. okay, yeah, some like funkier stuff. Is he yeah. funky? Like, yeah, I think Fred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gospel, but it's like, it's oh yeah, yeah, cool gospel. Cool. Um, what? So my work is doing being a missionary for the Mormon community <laughs> in a white shirt, yeah, yeah. smiling yeah. and tall. Do you wear glasses? I, I do wear glasses. Yeah, and I okay, and yeah, I do yeah. ride bikes, which is crazy. Maybe I am like okay, yeah, yeah. deep down. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and I'm into Fred Hammond. That's cool. Nice. I guess that's <laughs> I like I, dude. Uh, you wouldn't believe some of the things people have said. Like some people are like, "You're a barista." And you listen to like deep like techno. I'm like, this couldn't be further mm. from who I am. <laughs> uh, funky. What? What about Funky Phil? What is? What is he? See, I think he is probably a professional skateboarder. I could definitely right. see that. I could who, definitely uh, see that. Who listens to? I don't know any punk bands, but probably like Blink One Eighty Two or something. <laughs> <laughs> I totally can. I totally can see that. I totally can see that. Because um, <laughs> he just he's got the hat and he's got the the shades. Yeah, that's solid. And that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Uh I'm gonna go next, Phil. Okay. Great. I this is feel... where you 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 make up all sorts of assumptions that no, have, no, 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 about no, no. me that have nothing to do with no, the way no, I no. look. No, 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 no. No. Okay. Carson is I would think that Carson What would I think you are? I would think you were in high school probably or college. Mm. And I would just, I would think that you're just like a, a barista at Starbucks <laughs> and you're just like, or maybe you work at in and out. You're just like the typical college job. Yeah. You're just like, Hey, like, yeah. And you call people like, sir, like here, here's your coffee, sir. And I'm just like, thanks buddy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> But you don't really do much else. I would think you were like an amazing skateboarder, though, on your free time. Like really good at skating. Um, and hate to uh, tell you, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I, but like, <laughs> if I just saw you walking by, maybe it's like the way you dress, like hat backwards all the time. Like, yeah, I, I would think. Okay, this guy's obviously good at skateboarding, and he's a barista at Starbucks because his mom and dad were like, "You have to get a job, or you're out of this house." And then you did. And then that's it. You're just like, you're just, you talk to chicks and you're on Instagram all the time. You're like kind of, yeah, you're just trying to make it as an influencer, but you're just not, you're just working at Starbucks and (laughs) that's what I think you are. And you're into, um, (laughs) like you're in, you're one of those, like, and I don't mean this in an offensive way, but you're like one of those white kids that just listens to nothing but hip hop, dude, like deep, dirty, (laughs) Like, like you listen to J. Cole maybe all the time, but you know every word, uh, every word to every song. And so when you're on your way home from your from your your coffee job, you get in an Uber and then you're like, yo, can you play this song? <laughs> and then you're like, what's up, homie? Like, can you play this song? And then th- I'm like, oh, boy. And then it's J. Cole and it's just you're just saying every word. That's you. That's literally my roommate. <laughs> Yes, that's that's definitely. That's, I know I'm spot on with that. Okay, it's completely not who you are, though, right? Like, just uh, yeah, no, yeah. Funky Phil, I I think you've changed a little bit. You're not the guy that comes up 
to us at the end of the gig and wants to play guitar. You're like, you're, before I would say Phil was the guy that like you, you're, you're done with your gig or you're, you're, you're playing like at a, at a bar or something. And then Phil's the next guy that's coming up to you after. And he's like, great set guys, man. Yeah. Like, Hey, stick around. I'm playing after you guys. And he's like playing acoustic reggae versions of like uptown funk. but he's not that guy anymore he's not that guy anymore i think phil is first impressions it's hard to hard to say i think phil is i think phil is like you're not married and don't have kids you're just a guy that like smokes weed all the time (laughs) and (laughs) i i don't know i I think you're like just like an average guy though you're like a graphic designer or like you're a (laughs) web designer or something and you know you just you don't make waves you just do your thing so that you can surf and like drink coffee and smoke weed and but you're you're you 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 work from home you don't like go into an office you know you just you're just like yeah man i can help you with that like i can help you build a web website you know you're you're that guy (laughs) (laughs) and the music you listen to is just dude pure cali reggae dude Pure Cali reggae. You love it. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, Phil, what do you got? Oh. <laughs> I love this Man. one, dude. This is my favorite question. That was a good one. Some of those were true. <laughs> Cali reggae? I no, knew it. No. <laughs> um, okay. Dude, at least you're not a Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say, I'll, I'll start with Carson. Carson, you're a young, up-and-coming app developer. Oh. Um, you, you, <laughs> you do work with people in Silicon Valley, but you don't live there. And you prefer, <laughs> you prefer listening to like real uh, ambient electronic soundscape music. <laughs> like lots of drones and weird moving textures, wow. that kind of stuff. <laughs> Nothing too like, uppity. Yeah. You like to focus on your hmm. work. I feel like Carson, <laughs> if, I, if, if I was to rethink this, I feel like Carson <laughs> listens to nothing but Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock? Yeah. Oh, I, God. I could, no, no, no. I could see it. Please, no. <laughs> uh, as long as it's smooth. Dude. Um, okay. And then, Corey. Oh, boy. Today, I'm feeling like you're a high-powered stockbroker. Really? Yeah. Dressed like this? Yeah, that's not bad. No, I'm, I'm, pi- I'm, pi- I'm picturing dude. you in your cycling gear, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a stockbroker. Like you the just, Mormon stockbroker. Yeah, <laughs> you like you just go to work and you crush it and you yell at people a lot. I do. And then um, you only listen to AM talk radio. AM, <laughs> AM, not yeah. the PM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the FM, <laughs> PM, PM, <laughs> AM talk radio. Yeah. AM. In the AM. Yeah, while reading the newspaper. <laughs> and then, yeah, you, you like work out at CrossFit. Dang. I kind of like this guy. Cross, yeah, you get, you get like your, you got to blow off some steam at the end of the day. Yeah. You like to you ride your bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm headed toward that guy. <laughs> I'm not going to be a stockbroker. I feel though. like if you take drums out of you, that, that, that's what you would turn into. Man. <laughs> I could be. I could be. I'm into cycling. <laughs> Like, I don't know about yelling at people, but I will if I have to. AM talk radio. Fools need to get it together, dude. Maybe some, like, new metal. 
every <laughs> once in a while. Because I want to be like <laughs> hip and relevant. Yeah, like new metal. Like, but it's dumb. It's like it's not cool. Like it's not it's not cool. Like good drumming metal. It's like dumb metal. You're like corn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you like yell, yell, yell really loud while you pick up heavy things at a, at a CrossFit gym. Oh my gosh, I'm such a douche. <laughs> I got to change my look, dude. I don't know why. That's just how I'm feeling today. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Phil, at least I don't listen to Cali Reggae, all right? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Back to Cali Reggae is what it is. If that's your thing, that's cool, but. Dude, I'm stuck listening to corn over here in a CrossFit gym listening to AM radio. <laughs> I went from being this cool hip barista that listens to like drum and bass music to like But you drive a Tesla because you make I'm a making lot of a money. lot of money. That's good. It's telling yeah, you me definitely that definitely make bank. You make tons of money. <laughs> Dude. But you're like just pissed off all the time. This is telling me that my um my I don't know what you call it is like has been adjusted. My focus or whatever, like it's 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 like I'm, I guess I'm like getting serious about business matters and like life stuff. I, I still feel like I'm the same dude though, man. I I don't know. I got a soapbox, yell at people. Freak! Never been called a Mormon before though. That's crazy. That's crazy. I thought Mormons were only white people though. I'm, I'm making some mm. serious generalizations. I shouldn't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mormon people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just spin the wheel. The black <laughs> I'm the, like the leader, dude. I'm just like start. I start a movement for Black Mormons, dude. Like I'm just. <laughs> we do marches and stuff. Next question. Oh boy, whose butt would you like to kick? This one we got in trouble for last time because I said I went off on a tangent on somebody, another drummer's butt I would like to kick. And then I had to like edit it out because I felt bad. Like, what if he listens to this? Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that one. Um, doesn't have to be a drummer. There are a lot of drummer's butts I would like to kick, though. <laughs> a lot. Why don't you start us off, Corey? Whose butt would yeah. I like to kick? Um. A lot of the people that are at my gigs these days, you know, like most of them, like that type, that top liner girl, I wanted to kick her butt, dude. Top liner. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the guy who I did the session with, I'm going with that guy. Cement, I would love to beat that block? dude's I would love to beat that dude's face in. <laughs> I can't stand that guy, dude. And I, I'm not editing this out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Beat his face. I in. don't like that guy, dude. He deserves it, Phil. See, man. All right, a couple weeks ago, after this, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> I was on. I was on my residency gig. I'm setting up my symbols. This is kind of a soapbox, but I was on my gig, setting up my stuff, waiting to put my symbols on. But I'm putting my symbols on. You know, getting ready to play. Guy comes up to the drums. He's like, "Hey, what's up, man? How's it going?" And I'm like, "Hey, pretty good." You know, and I'm kind of like, yeah, not really interested in talking because that's just kind of how I am sometimes. I'm like, I have some mm-hmm. social anxiety where I'm like, you'd not believe it. A guy who has a podcast and loves to talk is like, when I'm in social situations, I'm on a gig or whatever, people are coming up. Hey, man, I love your playing. I'm like wanting to hide in my bass drum. Anyways, this guy comes up. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? So what kind of music are you playing? I hate when people ask me that. Just stick around and listen, dude. I don't know. We play, we play this or that. Like, 
whatever. This is sounding a lot like a soapbox. But anyways, the guy goes, do you guys play any blues? And I go, no, I mean, we just play like some jazz and some pop stuff. And we just, we just play, man. I don't know. Are you talking about cement blocks right now? No, this is a random guy. Okay. This guy goes, oh, cool. Um, What time do you start? Well, obviously I'm sitting behind the drums full. So like, obviously we're about to start. Stop asking (laughs) dumb questions. Okay. Then, then he goes, have you ever heard of this band? And I'm like, um, no, no, sorry. He's like, or how about this band? I'm like, no, nope, sorry, never heard of them. And it's like random fools, like random bands, like blues bands or whatever. Sorry, man, I've never heard of them. And then he's like, you should definitely check them out. Here, look, he goes on his Spotify. This is the band. He's like, what I do is I was walking around Ross and I was just shopping. And then I heard this on the louds, like over the speakers. And so I asked Siri, hey, who is this? And then that's how I find new music. He's like, and I found this band walking around in Ross. I'm like, I could not care less what you're saying right now, dude. I don't care. I don't, I'm probably not going to like this band. I, it's pretty clear we are not the same as far as musical taste. But I'm letting it slide because I'm just trying to be nice. And you're just trying to be nice. He tells me, hey, man, you know, if you guys want to get more gigs... What you should do is is reach out to some of these bands that like I'm suggesting and try to hook up on a little tour with them. And then he's like, you know, and then that's how you make money at this kind of work. Oh, thanks. Thanks. So you're going to some guy who's never played an instrument in his life is going to come up to me and be like, here's how you get some gigs. I'm on a gig, fool. I'm on a gig. Okay. And then he's like. He's like, yeah, so, you know, you know, you could just take that, that little bit of advice and use it however you'd like. But, you know, maybe you reach out to these bands and try to link up with them. And, you know, that's how you can get some gigs. <laughs> full, that's a fool I would love to punch in the face. Like, what if he said that and I just sock him right in the face? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Carson. I'm sorry. Yeah, some you, you really have a strong opinion. <laughs> Do you think I'm still a Mormon now? Corey's pissed off today. All right. That I'm, wasn't a soapbox, but it kind of was. So there you go. I ain't trying to hear that <laughs> right <me>. now. <laughs> Stockbroker, Corey. <laughs> but what if? What if he's like, so here's how you get gigs, and I don't say nothing. I just square in the face. Bye. Boom. Bye. And Sell. he's just like, can you imagine the face? Like, why did you hit me? And I'm just like, stop talking to me. <laughs> I'm like, just one, two, three, four, start the song. Bob. Okay. So that's who I would like to punch in the face. There's a million drummers I would like to punch in the face, but I can't maintain this show. The, li- this, the show would take hours. Yeah. Yeah. I can go on and on about that, though. <laughs> All right. Um, music industry people. I'm just going to keep it right there. Yeah. Dumbo's at my shows these days. Cool. Okay. What do you got? What do you got, Carson? Who would you, whose butt would you like to kick? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> He's like you yours know, after think... that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will be quite the short one. Uh, but I think uh, Luke Holland has a very punchable face. Oh, yeah. But uh, if I tried to start a fight with him, he'd probably <laughs> just destroy me. I think I'd lose probably like 80% of fights. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, pretty uh, sure I can't picture you kicking like like 
fighting anybody. You just seem like such a nice guy. Just all you want to do is play drums. It seems like I pretty zen. <laughs> it's good. See, man, I it's because I'm Puerto Rican, man. I got that blood boiling. I'm just I, for no reason too. It's like this guy was just trying to be nice, and I'm just like, bro, I would love to sock you in the head right now. <laughs> Same thing with you, Phil. You would never want to punch anybody in the face or kick anybody's butt, but. If you could, who's what? Who would it be? Oh, if it was me, man. I guess. So I live on a tricky street. Mm-hmm. It's uh, off of like a street that's kind of people like to drive fast on it. It's a kind of a, a throughway. A lot of people drive in and out of there for work, mm-hmm. and then to get onto my street, you got to turn on the. It's like on on where the the main road does a, a kind of a bend. Yeah, it's a sketchy. So you can't and you can't see around the bend unless you pull forward just enough, and then just getting onto my street is like kind of tricky. Anyway, um, a lot of times, buttholes <laughs> with a capital B, yes, will nice. get all pissed off at me for trying to turn left on my damn street where I live, and they'll <laughs> honk and get all aggro and crazy. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. I don't like, <laughs> like. I don't understand what they think, what their thought process is. And the the weird thing is, like, I could understand if they're just like, "What is this guy doing?" Because you, if you didn't know better, you might not even know there was a street right there because it dips down off the side of the road, really steep. Yeah. But a lot of times, like, people still honk when it's obvious that I'm turning onto a street, dude. And they'll pass me in the right and get all pissed off and honk and stuff. So probably those people, every single one of them. I would I would punch all of them. Yeah, I'd punch them, punch them really hard. Okay. And give them a nosebleed. It's <laughs> good, Phil. <laughs> I, I feel like you need to get it out every now and then. Carson, do you have a few minutes for me to get on a soapbox really quick? I oh, already got on one, but okay, this is in line with this question, so I kind of have to do it. All right? Do it. All Just right, do here it. we go. trying to hear that right now okay this is my official soapbox of the day okay phil okay i'm on my gig on saturday no i'm on my gig on sun what was last night sunday so i was on my gig on friday okay uh scripts ranch no scripts what is it seaside forum in um in la jolla i've played this place a million times it's a wedding gig I've played this. I probably played this place like 15 times this year. Um, I I don't know. That's irrelevant. Anyways, I don't know if you've ever played there, Phil, but um, it's right on the water. So parking is tricky. There's a park. There's a couple parking spots, but it's at the college. Like it's the parking lot is kind of owned by the college SDSU, I think in La La Jolla. Um, So I'm coming in a little hot. Like I'm, I'm giving myself enough time to set up and stuff, but you know, I'm not, I don't have like an hour. I have like 40, 30 minutes to set up and be ready to go. So I, but I do the same thing every time and every vendor that does this gig does the same thing. So anyways, okay. I pull up to the sidewalk with my car, unload my drums, the closest spot, unload my drums down the sidewalk into the building. And then I unload my drums get my cases, put them back in my car. And then I go park in the parking lot. I pull up to the thing, unload my drums, get all my drums out of the cases, 
put my cases back in each other, go to my car. There's a freaking ticket on my car. What? Yeah, $80. Was it a red curb? So the guy was saying it was a red curb. It was not a red curb. Mm. Um, But it doesn't matter, dude. I was unloading my equipment. I wasn't parking there. So well, unloading. Did you have your hazard yes. lights flashing? Yes. I'm sure I did. I don't I don't know 100% if I did, but I always I normally always do that. Um I was mad. This was like I was I would have punched this guy in the face. What? I would have kicked this guy's butt. Like I was there angry. Did you see this person? Oh yeah. I went and found him. Did you punch them? No. Oh, so you wouldn't. But I was, if he would have came up to me and approached me, I would have freaking decked this fool. Okay, so I walk, I I see this ticket, and I'm like, what the, dude, I was like inside for a few minutes, like not even, what the heck are you doing? And I'm like, and I'm one of like 15, 20 vendors here, you know, like, and I have a parking pass. What the heck are you doing? Yeah. And so I go and I go up to this girl who's like, sit like a parking attendant sitting there. I go, yo. I'm like, did you give me a ticket? She's like, uh, no, it wasn't me. She's like, I don't write the tickets, but she's like, I'm just giving passes. And I'm like, okay, who wrote me a ticket? <laughs> she's like, uh, it was somebody else. He's probably walking around. I go, where is he at? Uh-oh. And she's like, he, he's, I saw him over there, but she's like, I go, all right. And I just go, I was just unloading my stuff. She's like, yeah, sorry. I have nothing to do with that. So I drive up. I see this bozo. <clears throat> This guy looks like the guy that you want to punch in the face. <laughs> and I go, yo, dude. I go, did you write me a ticket? And he's just like, yep. Like, total, total <laughs> jerk. And I'm like, why? And he's like, you're parked in a red zone. Like, just, he's just, dude, I don't even want to get into it. He's just, he's just the guy that, like, is the guy that writes tickets. He's just a total insecure idiot with a miserable job, you know, and he just makes people upset every single day that's what this guy's job is could you imagine having that as a job i wouldn't choose that job because i'm not an idiot and then everybody thinks that (laughs) thinks that about you everybody hates this guy what if he's super nice i'm sure he is but don't choose that job then (laughs) you know and so he go he i go I'm, i'm full arguing with him fully like i go dude i'm like I was unloading my stuff. I'm like, he's like, you were parked in a red zone. I said, I wasn't parked anywhere. I was unloading my stuff. And then he goes, the loading zone is up there on the street, like stairs, sidewalks, like all. I'm like, dude, I'm unloading heavy equipment onto a cart and wheeling it into the place and then wheeling my cases back in my car. I'm like, no one was parking anywhere. And I go, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, I just did what everybody else that loaded in the, the, the camera guys and the, the food people and the, the photo booth people and the flower people and everybody there did the same exact thing that I did. And my ticket says my car was left unattended. I'm like, are you crazy? Who parks there? I wouldn't even park there. I'm like, I have a parking pass right here. I'm parking right now. He's like, you shouldn't have parked in a parking, a red zone. I'm like, what red zone? I'm like pulling my hair out. Like, dude. <laughs> I'm like, look at you. I'm like, you're pathetic. He's writing another ticket. I'm like, you're pathetic. I'm like, you're such a freaking loser. Look at you, dude. He said that yes. to him? Oh yes, yes, 100%. I'm oh like, this is what you do? I'm like, this is what you do. You just sit here and write, people's, write people tickets when they're like innocent people. I'm like, you're such a pathetic loser, dude. Look at you. Dang. And he's just like, he's just ignoring me. And then I walk down the stairs. Curb is not red. 
curb as white as white can be. There's like a super faded red stripe on the blacktop, but like you you couldn't, I didn't see it at all. No one saw it. But anyways, I go, yo, like from across the parking lot, wedding's going on, by the way, <laughs> <I'm yelling. laughs> the curb is not red. And he's like, he's like, he's just like pointing, like, look at the sign. And I'm like, the curb is not red. I'm like, open your eyes. The curb is not red. I'm like, it's a white curb. And I was unloading and I'm like, I'm going to fight this. And he's like, do what you need to do. And I'm like, oh, I'll be doing what I need to do, bro. I was, dude, so mad. So mad. I was furious. Dude. Furious. Yikes, man. Did you get on your bike and ride over to CrossFit after that? I should have. Throwing some corn. <laughs> that is unreasonable. That is completely unreasonable. <laughs> you're pathetic, you said. I told him. You're a pathetic, pathetic loser. loser. You're a pathetic loser. That poor guy. I don't care, dude. No, 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 no. He is not a poor guy. He was getting a lot of... He just loved writing people's tick, write, writing people tickets. How could you tell? At the end of the night, I see this other lady, this like Mexican lady, and she's like, like the same way as me. Like, what the heck is this? She's talking to the manager of the building, and she's like, she's like, can you explain why I got a ticket? She's like, I'm a vendor here, and I'm loading up our supplies. And she's like, in these like, where we parked in the parking lot. This the manager, and she's like, yeah, but I have a parking pass. Like, what the heck is going on? I'm a vendor here. And then uh, he's like, yeah, there's nothing really I can do about it. But he's like, they're, they're just ticket happy. They just love writing tickets. So then I walk by and I'm like, yeah, I go, I was simply unloading my stuff. And the guy couldn't wait for me to get inside before he could write me a ticket. He was waiting for me to, you know, he probably watched me wheel my cart down the sidewalk and wrote me a ticket right then and there because I wasn't even in there very long. Dang. So I'll be fighting that today or tomorrow. You fight it. I'm gonna fight it. You fight that ticket. I'm gonna. I would love to kick that ticket's butt. <laughs> pathetic. I, I wish. Pathetic I, loser. I'll, I'll put it this way, dude. I walked outside on my next break looking for that guy. <laughs> I was straight looking for him, dude. Oh my god! Stand people. I'm so tired of dumb people. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've gotten that, that right off now. our chest. I'm sorry, Carson. I'm sorry, man. I know you thought I was this <laughs> nice, this just smiley Mormon Mormon guy, but yeah, man. it's all for the yeah, show. No, I got a completely different view now. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, if people are writing you, unreasonable people out there just need to stay away from me. That's nah, all. I understand. <laughs> I am. Uh, it, it is also for the show. Like I was. This one was real, though. I was very mad at this guy. And I did call him a pathetic. I, I was like, look at you, dude. Like, you're pathetic. <laughs> I'm like, you're such a freaking loser. Look at you, dude. Writing tickets. That's what you do for work. Like, you're a freaking loser. I just left. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I, I feel like that's just messed up. Dude, it's not like more messed up than charging people money for no, unloading their drums. I could understand being mad and, and getting on them for like giving you a ticket that was unwarranted like it obviously you're unloading he shouldn't be giving tickets to people just unloading but to to call him like just based on his profession to be like you're a horrible person because you do that job it takes a special person to have that job phil and most of the time they're losers <laughs> just horrible people do that yes horrible <laughs> people are parking attendants that's messed up yeah Loser happens when you're heated, dude. I could be that guy. I don't want to be a loser, though. 
<laughs> All right. I'm going to spin the wheel one more time so we can get on a positive tip. Okay? All right. All right. I like that. Gosh. I don't want to kick people's butts anymore. I just want to be me. Guy did make me mad, though. Uh, what's the best part of your job as a drummer? What's the best part of your job? Not writing tickets oh, yeah. for people. Thank goodness. Yeah, dude, I, don't, I didn't choose that job because I'm not a loser. I'm not a freaking pathetic loser. <laughs> uh, what's the best part? That's the worst part of my job. What's the best part of your job? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I gotta collect myself. <laughs> I always say the same thing when it comes to the best part of my job. I always, I always say that my favorite part of my job is playing a big show and lights go out and you walk on stage and that feeling of like, oh, I'm about to do this. That feeling of like anxiety, but like pride and excitement and stuff is like, I love that. But I'm going to say a different one today, but you guys go first. Okay, I'll go. Go ahead. Um, I think my favorite part of just being a drummer is uh, just making people dance. Yeah. And like, they don't even, they don't even know who you are. You don't even know who they are. And they don't even, they're not even really paying attention to you, but they're just moving around. Just because of what you're doing, and that means you're doing your job right, I guess. Yeah, it's a pretty cool feeling. I love that. That's definitely one of my favorite parts too, about my job. Yeah. Funky Phil. Oh, yeah, that is a good move. Yeah. The dance. I think I've said that before. <clears throat> it's pretty hilarious. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but if you're ever using like a, a clap sound, have you noticed that whenever if you start using it, people just like start, start clapping. clapping along to the beat like yeah. oh i'm supposed to clap now <laughs> and they don't know why <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i love that um uh i think i'm still i still like my favorite thing about it is that i'm i am my own boss yeah. i get to choose i don't have to worry about like a, a corporate you know hierarchy making yeah. decisions and pulling all the strings and you know worry about getting fired and all that stuff it's, right it's pretty awesome that's good that's a good part um i think one of my favorites favorite parts about my job is when i think specifically when there's like a, a kid that comes up that's like a fan or like a young kid is maybe it's like the first time he's seen drums and he's just glued to the drums like or he's mimicking the drum like air drumming um I especially like when, like, if, like, a dad fan comes up or something and he's just like, hey, this is my son. And then you're like, forget about the dad. You're like, what's up, buddy? How's it going? You know, and then you're talking to the kid and he's like, all, he's like, wow, like, I'm talking to the drummer kind of thing. I don't know why I like that, man. Yeah. I like, I like, there's a couple times when, like, um, like, I played with, with a big band not too long ago and these kids came up and they had an autograph book <laughs> and they were getting everybody in the band's <laughs> autograph. And, um, so they were like, hi, sir, um, can we have your autograph? And I was like, oh, all right, yeah, sure. I, like, signed their autograph book. But then I'm like, hold on. And I gave them, like, some drumsticks and some Drum Brigade stickers. Dude, you would have thought I gave them, like, $10,000. They were just like, really? We can have your sticks? Oh, my gosh. I'm like, yeah, here, here, have some stickers. And, like, they were just like, oh, my. Like, it was, like, so cool. I love that. That's, like, one of my favorite things when that kind of, when that stuff happens. When I can give some yeah. little kids like some drumsticks, that's super cool for me. 
Yeah, that is awesome. I was that kid for sure. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, man. I was too. Like, I didn't care about anybody else in the band. I just wanted to meet the drummer. Yeah. You know, for years, my dad, I would always say that my dad was um, in the band, but I really didn't even know my dad was in the band. I was just too busy watching the drummer the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's cool. Um, I yeah. think we have a lot of things to be grateful for as a drummer, you know, like we get to do this for work and there's times where I'm just like, man, I don't know how I'm, I still don't know how I'm making this thing work, but it's working, you know, and just like take the work that comes and try to do a good job and try not to yell at parking attendance and, like, <laughs> and just make, make the best of it. And like, dude, it's, it's good. We get to, hit things with sticks and make money at it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also really enjoy teaching too. I like teaching kids, but yeah, it's cool. Well, yeah. All right. Well, that's the wheel of death and the soapbox and the show. We're and the really show. over, Dude, that's the show. <laughs> Let's just wrap this thing up. Phil. I'm glad you're running things. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Carson. Thank you for coming on the Drum Brigade podcast, man. Um, thanks for pleasure, coming bro. and hanging. Yeah. Uh, next time, like sooner than later, just come in and hang out. Like when we have Tosh on or when we have uh, Makai on, just come in studio and hang yeah. out with us. And um, Yeah, I'd love to. And then we can like shed and have burritos and make a day of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, people want to reach out to you like to hire you for gigs take lessons from you how do they get in touch uh you can anything you want you can dm me on on my instagram at carson drum one cool the one numeral right like carson drum number the one number one yeah yeah cool I'm number one <laughs> um all right Four. cool so and then people can like follow you and see what you're up to next and um what uh-huh. you're what you're doing follow you on just watching some seriously like dope licks super like dope yeah um so super like dope <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's our our token phrase for the show because some dude was like he gave us a bad review he was like oh well you know this show would be a lot shorter or something if they didn't use phrases like like or dope and so now we're like, listen, buddy. <laughs> so we say it all the time. So we say it all the time just to what piss that guy off. Would it be like 10 seconds shorter? Yeah. <laughs> um, so right on, man. Well, thanks again for coming on. And uh, thanks for doing the Wheel of Death with us. Thanks for allowing me to get on my soapbox. With, he's just, I just picture him in, the, in his room, like, eyes bulging out. Like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> this guy's yelling. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's pretty much. Yeah. So awesome, man. We'll talk to you soon. And, um. Next time in studio for the shed. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Drum, 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 drum Brigade Podcast. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, yeah. Carson Ford. Yeah. That kid's a good drummer, man. He is. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, Makes me want to play open-handed. He's... <laughs> It's funny when I do that, sometimes I'll just practice that like on gigs or whatever. My left hand sounds so dumb on the hi-hat. It sounds like me too. It's like, why don't I, why? Yeah. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) Anyways, you should, you guys should follow him. Um, 
he could use some followers. He deserves it because he's a good drummer, man. So, and it's good content. Like his playing ability is super solid. Um, I feel kind of bad <laughs> about the parking person. I just kind of went in hard, like a normal soapbox, like me and you on the, you know, like when it's just me and you, you get that my soapboxes are lighthearted and I sound like I'm mad, but it's meant to be fun. Me funny. I think he gets it. Okay. Sometimes I'm like, when I do them with like somebody in studio, like one time when you were having, when you were, when your wife was having the baby, I had a, I had a show with, um, we did the show with, with Tosh and fireman Eric and I went on a soapbox and they were looking at me like, this guy's mad. Oh, he's so angry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, trying, I'm like, dude, this is not the reaction I was thinking was going to happen. <laughs> um, so it's not meant to be like that. I am, I am like pretty pissed off at this ticket, but it's Mostly not like blowing I, off some steam. Yeah, it's not like I would literally punch this guy. I mean, no. if he swung at me, I'm going in. I mean, clearly you wouldn't because you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I have to keep up telling myself that, though. Don't get so angry that you just go tackle this dude because then I'm going to end up in jail. Yeah, and, you don't want to be there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. I'm not some big-time, like, fighter, dude. I've been in a lot of fights, like, in my, like, younger years. But, like... Not like super knockdown drag outs. Like we're just wailing on each other and like, I don't know. I don't want to talk about fighting. It's negative. That's not who I am anymore. I don't like fighting. No. I don't like violence. I don't like confrontation. No. I hate violence though. Um, so I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. Some people just make me mad, dude. I just have no tolerance for dumbos. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's a lot of them out There's there. There's a lot of them out there, especially this time of, time of year, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyways, Phil, we got to wrap this thing up, dude. I got a gig right now. I got to go. I'm going to try to go home and rest for a little bit, even though I'm amped on coffee. You going downtown? I'm playing on a boat, a princess cruise. Princess cruise. So tonight. Yeah. Corporate gig. Get this dude. (laughs) No sooner than I said. I'm trying to hear it. It's been a long week. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is a very short one, but I have to I have to say this about this gig. I'm going to this gig right now, right? Um this stupid gig. It's with the Schmucky Metals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh they book us, they said they want continuous music. The guy was adamant. Like Freebie was like the the guy who books the gigs is like, Yeah, we don't do that. We have to take breaks. The guy's adamant. No, we want continuous music, we don't want you to stop. So he's like, okay, well, this is how much we charge for that. So I was getting paid a substantial amount for a Monday. Yeah. I'm not going to say what that amount is, but I'm going to, I was getting paid a good amount of money for a Monday to play three and a half hours continuous. Ooh. Like kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I was getting a double fee. Whoa. Um, uh, the guy overshoots his budget. Like the fool is so adamant about us playing continuous. So we're like, okay, we all accept the gig for a certain amount of money. We accept the gig. The guy overshoots his stupid budget. This bozo. How are you leading a company when you don't know how to budget for a freaking corporate party? Okay. He overshoots his budget by like way too much. Kevin said he calls him. He's like near tears. Like, I cannot have you guys play for three hours straight. He's like, I can't afford to pay you that much. Why the heck did you book us then? (laughs) Okay, so 
now we're up against this situation where Kevin feels bad for him and he's like going to cancel the gig because he can't afford it. So he's like, I want to just go back to have you guys normal play a normal gig and take breaks for the normal amount. Well, when you sign a contract and you agree to it, you can't always go back on it. But that's exactly what happened. So they reduced our fee by half. And then we get to take breaks now. So it's just like a normal gig. This is a normal gig. But my soapbox isn't about that. I'm actually okay with it. I told Kevin, like, yeah, man. I mean, look, it's a Monday night. You know, it's like I wouldn't ordinarily have a gig on a Monday night. It's a good paying gig still, even if it's cut in half. This guy, we're going to make this guy's night, and he's happy now, and he gets to have a band, and we get to take breaks. But I still agreed to a gig for a certain amount. And then the way that Kevin presented it to us was like, you guys are like, there won't be any grudges held if you guys get out of this gig. If you want to not accept this gig anymore because it's not what you accepted, that's totally fine. No grudges held. You can do it. But who's going to do that? It's like have no money or have half the money. <sighs> so that's where I'm going right now. I'm exhausted. Thank goodness I don't have to play for three and a half hours straight. Yeah. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like it's kind of a good thing. And I have to unload <laughs> my drums. I have to load my drums two hours earlier than I'm to get on. the. It's just whatever, dude. I'm too tired to talk about it's it. It's a boat. It's a boat gig. More complicated load-in process. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So and that's 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 what it is. Just don't don't double park in your head. Definitely zone. not. I will freaking <laughs> lose it, dude. I will lose it. Um. Anyways, I'm getting paid half the, the gig fee because this guy changed his mind. But it's the normal fee. But it wasn't what was offered. Yeah. I accepted the gig for that amount. Well, don't do it then. No, I know. I'm gonna do it, Phil. It's still good pay. You know, I'd like to kick your butt right now. It's still good pay for a Monday. <laughs> it's true, Phil. I know, right? but it's not what we what I accepted the gig for. I don't know. say don't take it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I still I'm still willing to do the gig, of course. I'm not really that mad about, about You're it. You're gonna have fun. No. You're gonna float around on a boat. That's true. You're gonna play Uptown Funk. That's true. Your favorite. Yeah. I love playing that song. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be more positive, Phil. All right, that's been the show. Wait, hold on. I ain't trying to hear that right now. <laughs> All right. That's the show. Uh, Carson Ford, Corey Kingston, Funky Phil. I have been on soapboxes left and right. I'm so on edge, dude. I might start eating eggs again. Dude, I've been gaining weight, and I don't know why. I have the healthiest diet, and I ride bikes and go to the gym like night, like crazy. CrossFit, right? <laughs> And I'm just gaining weight. Like, I don't know why. I don't know what the heck is wrong with you're me, You're getting dude. swole. No. Maybe you're gaining muscle. My stinking clothes aren't fitting me, and I need new clothes. Because and... of all your huge muscles. I need to hit up Brixton, man. I need to hit up Brixton and get some extra larges. Muscles. I am ripped. Just kidding. <laughs> it's the Drum Brigade Podcast, people. I apologize if I offended anybody today. I don't think I did, but if I did, you know, just... Go listen to NPR or something. Ooh, I do love NPR. Yeah. <laughs> Carson was a great guest, man. Such a young, innocent kid that's great at drums, and here I am yelling at things. He needs to go see Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you haven't seen Miss Doubtfire, you should see that movie. Um, 
All right, so we got a great show again next week. Uh, we're just doing this 55 today. Dang, senior citizens, man. 55. We are a senior citizen show. It's true. When we get to 100, that's when we have we are legit. Company party. Company party. Yeah. Company party. Just um, you and me. <laughs> that's it, dude. We should plan a company party sometime, though. We should go to like, we should go on a dinner cruise or something with the wives and the kids or something like that now we're talking we need to do something like that brainstorming again on air we do this all the time um i'm not done talking let's just keep it going just kidding drum brigade podcast episode 55 thanks to carson thank you phil and uh yeah thank you guys for listening Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. Just so you know, you can hit up our archives at drumbrigade.com and listen to some great interviews with drummers like Stan Bicknell. My connection to drumming is like, uh, it's almost on the spiritual level in terms of how I feel connected to it. So it's, it's not even a question whether I play or not. It's just a matter of how I have it in my life because I have to play. Right. Um, and so going forward, uh, having my boy just made me knuckle down on any decision to do with financial stability, but then also gave me that drive to push harder in terms of my own personal development and practice and whatnot. And to be honest, I mean, I'm 35 now, and I would say that my drive for drumming is the strongest that it's ever been. Kirky B, Kirk Biscara. So I use his picks. I go in there and played that song, The Bird, and um, oh, Jungle Love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, Morris Day sat at the end of the couch after I played and said, you want a job? No way. Oh, my God. And I, and I said, yeah. <laughs> Timbo from Kino. Tim Baltes. I had to walk. I was walking back from the grocery store because my brother got pissed that I ate all the asparagus. So I, had, I, I ate like two pounds of asparagus this morning. <laughs> and it was so good. I had to go and buy a couple more pounds for him so he wasn't a Debbie Downer the rest of the week. Oh. <laughs> My pee smelled like nuclear waste, all right? <laughs> Mike Dawson. The first time I subbed for him, you know, I don't, I don't know how often you guys get in fights, but that feeling of tunnel vision when you're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to, like, defend myself right now. Yeah. That, that where the whole world just kind of turns into laser beam. That that was like three hours of the show. <laughs> I thought I was, I was in, like, a fight with Broadway for, wow. like, three hours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mark DiCiani. That single sentence or two started me on the path over the last 10 12 years of doing research in areas that include neuroscience neurology cognitive psychology genetics brain lateralization brain plasticity because the way that we as drummers develop motor skills is really no different than how a dancer develops motor skills and or how athletes develop skills and so our brains our nervous systems our bodies work the same way. Tosh the drummer. Guess what? I got three drum solos in the show. Three. <laughs> what? <laughs> three drum solos. Oh, my gosh. I, I, we opened the show with a drum solo. Wow. And we, and then the, right before the encore, we did, I did like a, like a five-minute drum solo. Dude. And he never once, this is the only gig I've ever had that he never once told me to change anything. I showed up and I played. I didn't, like, they told me they were like, don't learn the music exact because we're going to change it. Uh-huh. And that's kind of what they did. They like they changed it, and I played along, and I just figured it out. And 
Like, they never once critiqued anything I did. Tim Fig Newton. I play a lot of doubles and singles, man. (laughs) Um, I just try to get them clean enough to where I can, you know, kind of just float around the kit and do whatever I want. I I gravitate towards, like, weird-sounding patterns and and things that aren't normal. You know what I mean? So, um, people always come up to me and they're like, oh, your approach is so different. Like, how do you think to phrase these, these things like that. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just what I hear. But, you know, that's what comes out. Fredo Ortiz. So he shows me some licks, and he's like, you'll be all right, man. It's just like, do your thing. He's like, it's actually, it's like you're going to get to be free to do whatever you want. It doesn't seem like they're asking you to, like, you know, do anything specific because all the music you're doing is pretty much, you know, just Latin jazz, like improv and, and jamming and just, you know, keeping it mellow. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, and, and I took that and, and totally did not have to apply any of that when the first show came about, which was uh, Australia and I think Melbourne. So the, the, the first tour, like, straight sent me to Australia for oh like three weeks <laughs> and then another two weeks in, in Easter Asia. So that was my first time out of the country doing wow. music, you know. I mean, besides um, Yeska, like Yeska went to Finland and stuff, but okay. this was like seriously like my first time. And with the BC Boys, and they were headlining oh my this God, festival. <laughs> That's awesome. 